welcome everybody to another episode of the Marvel Guys Podcast. As always, my name is Jordan, and on my left, oh, what a surprise. Oh. I have two people here on my left. Yeah. One, we got our co-host Spencer, and two, a high school friend, Devin. Please introduce yourself. Hey everyone, I'm Devin, and just a huge Marvel nerd, and I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. We love having you. Um, it's been a little while since I saw you. It's pretty cool to, to see you walk up on the, the dr- barely. I don't have a driveway, but right. <laughs> on the gravel. It's been like, what, high school graduation since the last time we saw you? Absolutely. Know? And th- uh, thank you for that. Because every time I try to go out to a bar in Carbondale, I see somebody I don't like. Oh, so yeah, every, every time. It dissuades me from going pretty much anywhere. Um, yeah. But it's good to see a familiar face. So, oh, yeah. Um, Devin has been interacting with us on the Facebook page, and we just kind of uh, recaptured some high school magic, and we are here to talk about Marvel, of course. Um, we're going to kind of rehash some topics we've talked about recently, and because there's been a lot a lot of information. Mm. Um, for me, everything's been super exciting, exciting the past week because we've learned uh, dates, release dates that are confirmed, and a confirmation, as we were talking about before, is like everything right now because anything that sounds good is almost too good to be true through COVID, so... We're finally getting some real dates. Um, Devin, since we haven't gotten your thoughts on this, was there anything that really spoke to you or anything that stood out from Kevin Feige's little uh, release party? You know, I think the two big things of what everyone else is already talking about, the Wakanda Forever and Marvels. I mean, you know, Chadwick was, that was a hard hit. I don't cry over celebrities dying, but that was the first one. And of course, showing those reels of that, like, thing on Jimmy Kimmel when they like snuck up and he was like, I'm here and it was it hit hard. So um but I trust Ryan Kugler and they have so much material to work with. So I definitely am interested in that. Um Marvels is such a great name for that. Like I'm not be honest, in the comics I'm not the biggest Captain Marvel fan, mm-hmm. but I love Kamala Khan. That is yeah. my girl. I've been reading since the first issue when it dropped. So to see her on the big screen uh, with Spectrum, I love that actress, by the way. I hope she goes with the Spectrum. Oh, I love Tiana Paris. I saw her in Dear White People years ago, and I was like, (laughs) whoa, she's on Marvel now. So um, it's good to to see all that on all three of those women on screen. I'm very excited to see what will work, what's gonna happen with that. Yeah, I think some of our standouts were similarly, you know, just, for one, the release dates of these movies that actually they didn't get pushed back as far as I thought. Yeah. I was a little bit surprised to see that we have so many like ten movies coming out in the next basically what year and a half or so. Something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty close to that. And yeah, Black Panther has been like one of our main storylines on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> um, Wakanda Forever was very interesting to us because what we've discussed about in the past is how with Chadwick gone. Wakanda is kind of now the main character. Mm-hmm. And so seeing Wakanda forever really spoke to us that they're going to try to recapture Wakanda as, you know, the most powerful nation on earth. And they don't want it to become just a war field like, you know, Sokovia. You know, they're trying oh, to geez. they're trying to uh, uh, reestablish their seniority. You know, they were here. They take care of business and perhaps elect uh, a new Black Panther. Yeah, I think that's. That's probably one of my biggest ones to date, just because of the things that we've kind of already talked about with, with like Black Panther 2 and what could happen, what kind of storylines could be playing out. And with the name Wakanda Forever, 
and, and with what T'Challa was like trying to do for Wakanda at the end of Black Panther, I think it kind of sets that up like perfectly. Like they can really take that and run with it, even though we don't have Chadwick anymore, we don't have the T'Challa character anymore. They can still use that and and run with it. And Black Panther two, I think it's it's gonna be phenomenal regardless yeah. but uh i'm just so so hyped to see exactly what we're getting with that specific movie and they have so much material they can work with i like, mean tanasi coach oh, does that whole run they can yeah. make like five movies with that alone and then you right. haven't even gotten to shuri's like oh. going through the ancestral plane so you yeah. have like <laughs> so much and i hope they go through that too because if, if they go into that yeah. oh we're in a whole new ball game of wakanda oh, yeah. so i'm i'm really hoping they tap into that sherry which i'm pretty sure they are she's a fan favorite oh yeah she's easily now that we don't you know have that t'challa character she's easily like the most beloved character i think in the entire like uh world of wakanda right as far as the mcu is concerned so i'm excited i think i'm I'm almost hoping that we get some kind of story that's like because we we know that in the mcu does this they like pull like from source material but then they make something new out of it like Mm -hmm. they create a different story based off of something so with the Wakanda Forever tagline for that being the the name of the movie, I'm almost hoping that we don't have anything like Shuri becoming the next Black Panther right off the bat. Yeah. I'm almost hoping that like for the first half of the movie, it's them like welcoming people in kind of and experiencing Wakanda for the first time. And then maybe we get that's where Namor comes in or something. And he's like, you know, this is basically my competition as far as like, uh, you know, Atlantis is concerned. Um, but then maybe there's some kind of like statue of T'Challa that's been erected in his memory yeah. or something like that. And like that yeah. could become a whole thing for, you know, uh, possible like semi destruction of Wakanda, which leads to Shuri now taking the mantle, fending off whatever attack that is, whether it's from Namor, whether it's from someone else. Uh, and then thus Wakanda forever. Right. I oh. think that would be an interesting up to the statue part of your your story, it sounded a lot like Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very much in. so, right? Very uh, much so. You know, something comes from the ocean or, or whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And Jurassic Park and Jurassic World are just like, don't mess with, you know, Earth mm-hmm. and its animals because it bites back. Right. Um, so Wakanda has such a, a strong history. And in the MCU, it's a somewhat brief history. Mm-hmm. So the, the surface has just been scratched. Um, since we're on the topic and you brought it up, what would be your ideal stories or scenario moving into the next Black Panther film? Man, there's so many to go with. Um, I don't know. If, I really, really want Shuri to tap into that ancestral, uh, ancestral plane. Um, in the Tanazi Coates run, one of the most current runs, Shuri basically gains a whole new power set now I don't know how they would do that, and I don't know if Coogler is ready to do jump. They want. I don't know, and I mean they have the they have the Wakanda TV show too, so they can yes. tap into that. So I would love to see, you know, more on the because we saw just a glimpse of it, like, and I really because in, I mean, in the in the comics, like it's the dead is very important to Wakandan history, yes. and yes. they really only touched a little bit of that. We've right. only seen a little bit, so I really. 
It's a beautiful scene. Too. Right. And I want them to dig more into that because yeah. if you can just, I can just picture like Shuri going to End Central Plane, just seeing every Black Panther and just like mm. them having to look down on her because you really didn't gain this. You were kind of like forced into it. Yeah. And and just to see her have to fight against that. And I don't know if they want to do like a little CGI T'Challa and sharing in our heartstrings and stuff. But like, man, can I can just this is really going to show if Shuri's like actress is really going to like yeah. go in on this Tisha character. Wright's got some big she's to fill. right. That's right. A, and she's so young. Right. Um, and the reason Spencer's over here giggling in the corner is because he had a very similar uh, <laughs> prediction slash uh, preference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you guys are on very similar page. Yeah. Just last episode, we discussed this. Uh, so I, I love it. Um, I have said that my power ranking, and I know he's not royalty, but I would love to see Mbaku take up the mantle as well because I just I feel like he would be the best battle you know leader. And Shuri in her role as like the technology guru princess, I kind of love. <laughs> um, but as I've said before, second on my list is Shuri taking up the Black Panther role because mainly it brings up so many interesting storylines. And a lot of that is due to, am I worth it? You know, did I did yeah. I really earn this position? Did I, you know, walk backwards into it? Um, she is so young. She's a woman. I mean, there's a lot of things at stake here. And if she just assumes the, the power, there's always the possibility of a Killmonger situation where somebody goes, wait a second, like, who did she fight? You know, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I need a shot at this too. So, right. um I think it'd be very interesting if she gets the role. I think if I was just like logically thinking and there was like unprecedented situation where you lose your Black Panther and Mbaku's in the corner, I'd be like, uh, I'm going to take that guy. Like we were playing pickup basketball. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But hey. But to your point, like it would even, I I would love to see Mbaku as um, Black Panther also. But I also think, you know, the Dora Maje are probably going to have a way bigger part in this next movie than we've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, easily. like, I want to see Midnight Suns, yeah. Dora Maje, like, yeah, in the in that armor and everything. Because it could be that Shuri tries to take up the Black Man- Panther. Uh, uh, the mantle. The mantle, yeah. But then she's just like, you know what? This is not me. And then Mbaku can take it. Because I think... I want to see her at least try to attempt, but it's like, this is not who I am. Like, I can be the leader without being the Black Panther. And you can just go through that breaking tradition part. So it's a lot you, like I said, I trust Ryan with anything. Anything with Black Panther, he's going to kill it. Like, I'm not not concerned whatsoever how that movie's going to turn out. I I think to to the point that you made, too, like with her being a woman, it kind of speaks a lot to that, too, because we really, like, we're getting a Black Widow movie, but how seriously invested are that many people into that movie, knowing that it's a prequel, knowing that, you know, she's gone. Yeah. There could be some setup, but, you know, it's not going to be from her. It's probably going to be from her sister, right. maybe, or something along those lines. So we don't really have... And Captain Marvel, while she is loved, she's not, like, universally loved. Mm-hmm. And I think that if Shuri takes that mantle, easily she becomes the most universally loved female she's got lead. a big yeah. fan base yeah a big she becomes following. i think the biggest female lead in in the mcu fan base wise definitely most likable out of all the absolutely yeah i would definitely yeah, say that sure. and, and i got she, she really fits with the the younger generation too oh yeah for yeah. sure but now she's also super relatable like we were talking about like thor's story and yeah, how relatable lost. that is for so many um and then like you said with the ancestral plan like 
if they go into that with the Wakanda series and kind of detail like the past history through that ancestral plane and all of the like previous Black Panthers, you know, we could be in store for like something crazy, oh, crazy man. cool uh, as regards to Shuri. Because, yeah, she wouldn't have fought for it. We assume that she wouldn't have fought for it. Um, yeah. And, you know, are you worthy of that mantle? You know, uh, if she takes that mantle and then something happens within Wakanda, you know, are you even worthy of joining us when you die? Yeah. Basically, like, <laughs> probably not because you didn't save Wakandan people. Right. That's a whole thing. Yeah. So, man, there's and. and that's probably the thing that I'm going to miss the most too, as far as like Black Panther 2 with T'Challa would have been, how would the ancestors react to the blip? Yeah. How would they have reacted to the snap? <laughs> he's because he's the king of the dead. Like that's his actual king. title. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And with that many Wakandans essentially dead for that amount of time, how would the ancestors oh, judge T'Challa? You know, how would they look at him? Would they say, you know what? You're you're like yeah. You're not coming here when you die. Different tree. Like yep. smaller tree for you. Different. Yeah, right. There's a bush over there. So, right. and, and that's one of those things that we're not, we may not get, but yeah, you know, it's very interesting. But very didn't interesting Shuri blip too? I believe she did, right? Yeah. I thought she did. I thought she was one of the. Th I think so. Yeah. I, we would have seen her. In Endgame, yeah. Not. Right. Um, Okoye was the only one I think that made it actually. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as what we know, um, M'Baku, he, he survived. Did M'Baku make it too? He, he made it. Cause there's that awesome scene of him like looking around as all the people were. That's right. He was in the right. middle yeah. of the battlefield still. Yeah. Yeah. They lost most of their troops. Um, yeah. it was a, it was a tough day, man. I, so I remember it like, obviously they'll never forget this moment, but when I was watching infinity war and we were at the end, like. You didn't know what to process as everybody started slowly dying because you lost Bucky first. Yeah. And then you lost, like, some ancillary characters were like, okay, like, maybe they could die, you know? And then Black <laughs> Panther goes and you're like, wait a second, I just saw his movie. That's <laughs> like, a good There oh, was yeah. Black Panther 2. He's yes. like about to die. So yeah. that was when I went from, like, did I just see a bunch of people die to, like, oh, they're coming back. That's They're on their way back. That's probably one of my favorite stories ever about Infinity War and, like, uh, social media after Infinity War because mm -hmm. I had very a lot of friends that just saw Black Panther and you know it's it Blade sure we'll we'll say that he's like the first like black hero to have like a really cool movie or whatever and he was like right. the first one but Black Panther really truly was, was the movement. first massive hero. I and, mean in to that caliber yeah, yeah like they dumped billions in that movie. Right. Yes. So when we see Infinity War and we see him like get dusted, <laughs> I don't know how many people oh. were like tagging me and stuff like, wait, my boy died. Yeah. Like, well, a lot of what? people weren't exactly Marvel fans. Right. They were just like, I'm going to go support this movie. And then right. they're like, you killed him already. Yeah. <laughs> like, but what's crazy, about, nothing. <laughs> what's crazy about that was I even in the Infinity War comic, half the population yeah. still went and I read that and yeah. I knew and it still hit. I mean, mm -hmm. just seeing it happen and Oh, dude! I I even though I read it, I wasn't prepared, which is insane. Like yeah. that's that's just the how good Marvel I, is. I don't think anyone's truly prepared for reading Infinity Gauntlet at yeah. all because like the scenes that they illustrate in that comic is just 
If we would have had that in the, we we talked about this People before. Cried. People would have been in tears. And, oh, not like, come back. No, <laughs> like, like it would have been over. Yeah, like, yeah. We're talking about like Iron Man leading a charge straight right. off the bat and getting killed by a secondary character, but not only getting killed, but yeah. like getting his head ripped off <laughs> by a secondary character. It wasn't even Thanos. Yeah, like, Thanos is like, oh, yeah. man. cutting so, his toenails. <laughs> yeah, right. That's not waiting even, for the real threat. Yeah, I mean that's not even including. I mean like just the cool Dang. like little the scenes that you have like you have adam warlock that's basically like you know what we're gonna send all these heroes in and then on the side like as they're charging in he's like oh those are just like sacrificial lambs like, they're <laughs> not even they, there's they have no chance and you're like wait that's like wolverine and captain america and yeah, iron man like, secondary what, what do you mean they don't have a chance <laughs> the big three are the secondary characters right. yeah, in the comic right that's crazy. Um, yeah. And do you remember when uh, Mark Ruffalo accidentally said half of pe- of the people are going to die in this movie? I kind of remember that. It was it. They did a really good job covering that mm-hmm. because I really did, did. I mean, I have not seen a big slip up that bad and it being <laughs> covered yeah. and I didn't yeah. that yeah. well. Movie. Right. I think most people didn't. Mm. Right. Like that's crazy because looking back. He looked legitimately terrified about like what he just said because Don Cheeto was like, I, "You might get fired." Like, <laughs> yeah, might like the fact back. that he said, "Wait till this one." Half the people, do, and he he stopped himself. Like I thought he was like it was a, a joke, a bit, mm-hmm. but then I'm like, no way would Marvel let him say that, right. even if it was a joke. And then just the expression on Don Cheeto in his He's face was like, "Oh, was like, oh <laughs> I am straight." Fire! This yeah. I'm about to get the fourth Hulk in. We're about to get a new one. Well, it was a good run, <laughs> a, but I mean, I'm telling that that PR team. Oh. I hope got like a triple raise, mafia. like because that is like yeah. that is insane how they cover that. Yeah, I know. Sure. They they must have just waxed it off the internet for a good like six months. Or they whatever. worked with Google, Safari, all. They're like, we need everything yeah. scratched. I mean, it's Disney, so I guess they got the <laughs> they got that money. That's a but, good thing, yeah. though. When, when did you know that Thanos was going to win watching Infinity War? Like, did it ever I set didn't. in that he was going to win? No, I thought Thor three. was going to get him at the end. Oh. Because, I mean, I legitimately, we're so trained to expect the happy ending. Like, mm-hmm. eventually, we'll get there. And when he, when Thanos was, you know, got all the stones, I'm like, he pulled it off because he got the time stone. Because you're like, okay, they kind of beat him, right. you know, and then he's like, no. The time stone re- just was, reverses, you know, and I get yeah. the mind stone. So that, that once he got did. the mind stone, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> you know? I was like, I, he might he might win this. And then Thor comes, you know, oh, yeah. barreling in. And I'm like, okay. Of course, Thor would be the one to kill him. That makes sense. And then he snaps. And you're like. <laughs> and the theater, uh, you know, depending on where you're at, the theater was just like deathly silent. Oh, it was because oh. eerie. Not only were they like mortified, but they were like confused too, because they're like, you hear this really loud, like it's like a metallic, yeah, like, thunk or something, and you're like, okay, I know what he was trying to do, but he did he really just do what I think he did? Yeah. And then slowly you see people start to die, and the whole theater was like, 
you know, yeah. shaking and you heard real gasps of, you know, something, an experience that I've really never had inside of a theater outside no. of like maybe the end of Hereditary where everybody stared at the screen going, why did we just pay <laughs> to watch somebody like saw themselves? You know, oh, yeah. like that was, oh, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Um, but yeah, the, the, the shock and awe at the end of that movie and then the audacity of Marvel to put Thanos will return. And nobody else, <laughs> it, usually it's Iron Man will return, you know, the yeah. Avengers will return, Thanos will return. I That's don't know awesome. about your boys, though. But you know what's funny about that? When they first announced Avengers 4, it was supposed to be a two-parter. Like, they right, said right. it at yes. the beginning, but we all just forgot. Like, that, yeah. we all just forgot. We're like, oh, it's just a one and done. And then, like, we see it. It's like, well, it makes sense it was supposed to be a two-parter now, but we didn't even think about that at that time. You couldn't. Yeah. yeah. You were I mean, so enthralled. No. Yeah. And I think, you know, you're talking about like once in a lifetime movie experiences. I remember watching that like film for the first time in theaters. I think it was release weekend. Um, yeah, it was like dead quiet, like right when every like, right when he snaps, because you're anticipating. Oh, so quiet. You're anticipating something like they yeah. they led you up to that point, and for the first time you hear the snap. Yeah. And you're like, oh god, what happens next? And there's no dialogue. There's either. no dialogue. Oh right. man. And then. <laughs> You have those moments. You see, like, Bucky go. You well, see and Groot, first you I see Gamora. Yeah. And she's like, what did it cost? And what you're like, well, everything what, right? what, what, what do I cost? Yeah, <laughs> yeah what do I like, cost? A panic attack. Yeah. But one of the, I, I think to me, it's it's the best experience I've ever had because uh, there, was a, there was a baby that was, like, three rows in front of us. And, um, oh, that poor baby. But yeah, the right. baby didn't make any sounds the entire movie. I was, was like, invested. really impressed. Like, yeah, it was invested in the movie. <laughs> And uh, it was right when you had the Peter Parker scene that the baby yeah. starts to cry a little bit. <laughs> everybody was like, oh, I feel this. <laughs> like, I, I feel you, man. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that was... Sometimes I laugh because I think about the Marvel Universe where when that happened, there was probably some mom that was like, Quiet down to their kid. Oh, <laughs> Three yeah. seconds later, they're like, "Finally!" <laughs> what the heck happened to my kid? I didn't mean it. like Kevin McAllister, you know, Home Alone. Oh, Maybe yeah. it's in the same universe. Maybe Home Alone happened. And they all came back from the snap. Um, yeah, it was a crazy time, and, and that moment was what made Endgame so special. When yeah. on mm. you know on your left. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Good times. Um, speaking of the Black Panther, what did you think about the uh, scene with Bucky and his uh, his relationship, I guess, with Ao and kind of getting rid of his inner demons? You know, I think that was probably some of the best acting I've seen in the MCU yes. period. I mean, Bucky is a very tr like traumatic character, and you know, when we see him next, I mean, for, before we saw him back in what was it, Infinity War, we didn't see him until what was it, Civil War? That was the last time we saw him, like the end yeah, or something. Or like, run, yeah. Run with, yeah. So I always wondered, like, how did you just get rid of that programming? So, like, yeah. to see that, and I really, I'm really hoping we see him back as a White Wolf. Like, I want to see him oh, in the yeah. full yeah, White Wolf. Fun. Like, that would be great to see him in Black Panther 2. Um, I think that's the logical next step. I, I really need that. Even though they were like, you might want to, you know, stay away from a little, it's a little bit, but yes. it's like, come on. Like that yeah. is an asset you were going to need, especially if you're going against Namor, you're going to need yeah. that asset. So I want to see that full white wolf, like, mm. uh, suit. Um, but it was, it was good. I really enjoyed just, you know, just making sure that he was comfortable and she was like, I'm here. And yes. it was very like, 
they really paid attention to like how you deal with people who are in traumatic experiences. You want to make them feel safe. And she did that. And yeah. just to see Sebastian Stan like legit just yeah, pour his heart out. It was, out. oh man, it was beautiful. Yeah and, yeah, and the story was a lot of Falcon and the Winter Soldier was a commentary on race. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time in this country, black women have been the backbone mm-hmm. of families. Mm-hmm. And they've been the caretakers, yes, uh, even of absolutely. white people that they probably disdained. Yeah. Um, and so Wakanda takes in this guy who he hasn't done a lot of good for Wakanda. He's used their resources over and over. Right. Um, and she still took care of him and released him of his inner demons when she did not owe him that. Right. Um, but out of the kindness of her and Wakanda's heart, they took care of Bucky, who has been tormented, as you said, for like the last 100 years. So it... it I think everything in Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, with Malcolm Spellman, he, watching the making of, you realize how much he really wanted to pay homage uh, or homage or whatever that word is to as many different uh, strong black culture references as mm. he could. And I think there might have even been some deepness uh, with that as well. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think that culturally speaking, I think we're really going to look back on this series and be like, wow, like, I don't know that it really, it's going to get better than this for sure. Cause you can't say it's not going to get better than this nah, because in not suck. even a year's time, <laughs> like we're going to get some awesome films. So it's definitely going to get better. But like, as far as the social commentary goes, like this was amazing. And I took like, some risks. Way risky. I mean, to bring Isaiah Bradley in yeah, the right. second episode, like I, I like, I, Thought it was gonna happen. Like I called, yeah. like I made a whole post about we like the, it, yeah. but like I didn't really think they were gonna go that deep into it. Yeah, and you could make an argument he was the main storyline. He mm-hmm. was. I mean, and, but it makes sense because I, that was the one thing when I think about it. That was the one thing in the comics that I was kind of confusing why Sam didn't even talk to Bradley. I mean, yeah, that to be the first black captain america bro you weren't (laughs) you weren't and you didn't even have that conversation so i'm happy that spellman like literally talked about that and man i i really hope we get i i really hope marvel dips into like one shots and does like one shots on disney on disney plus we're just like i want to see that fight scene between sebastian stan and elijah bradley like i want to see that and it does it can be like 20 minutes it doesn't even have it can be 10 minutes like like a one shot in comics like a one shot (laughs) disney plus thing that's what i really want them because they can do a lot with one shots so yeah yeah, they really can do a lot i'm glad you brought that up that's actually one of the coolest things that they've done in their entire history is the one shots like there's so many things that have like stemmed from being a one shot that turned into something that's crazy cool like um and and to do that in the mcu you could really introduce you can use that as a stepping stone to introduce people as well like maybe side characters like they did a great job throughout the entire disney plus series so far introducing basically the young avengers mm-hmm. because they don't like inherently just like showcase them they're just like oh here you go yeah like under the table like oh here's this here's that and then you see that develop over the next maybe five, ten years, and you're like, oh, wow. So when we go back and watch, you know, this series, uh, and we, we see uh, Elijah Bradley, and we see his grandson, we're going to be like, oh, Eli, wait, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's, oh, man, I'm yeah. excited for that, honestly. Yeah, tell us about your, your theory that we, uh, we referenced earlier, and, and you had it 
you know, before really I saw anybody else talking about it. Oh, yeah. So I made a whole Young Avengers theory, and I think the whole Disney Plus shows are basically to set up the Young Avengers. Mm. Young Avengers are very special to me because that was one of the comics that got me into reading comics. They actually had it. I don't know if you guys knew, went to the library at our high school. They had a huge selection of, Marvel kind of did like a manga style, like a comic, like did their comics, but in manga form. Wow. Yeah. So like my first comic, my first comic was new X-Men volume two with Surge and Prodigy and all them. But then like, they actually had like a graphic novel, like sort of like manga, but like, you know, not like the manga style, but they had it, um, they had a Runaways version, which and they had of Young Avengers. They had it in our library. So wow. I don't remember. I spent that so much time. I'm that telling library. you, yeah. it was so. That was the one thing. Like, say what you want about uh, our Carbondale High School, sure. but that library was nerd heaven. Oh, it, you just, no clue. You man. had to look. Like you really had to look. But once you found it, I was deep wow. into it. So. Young Avengers, yeah. I have read every single Young Avenger comic. Anytime oh, I yeah. see any of them, I buy that comic. That is a comic. So if you want me to buy your comic, that's why I bought Guardians of the Galaxy. Because I saw Wicked and Hulkling were in there. I'm going to read it. So um, I think I when I saw, I wish I did it earlier before uh, Wicked and Speed came in. Because mm-hmm. like when I saw the trailer, you saw the two pacifiers shoot up. Ooh, yeah. Like in the Super Bowl. So I'm like, okay, clearly that's, that's Wicked and Speed. Right, right. So like. And then once I saw them, I was like, all right, we already got Cassie. Now we got Wicked and Speed. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw the trailer for Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was like, of course it's going to be. Like, when you say there's history behind that shield, yeah. you got to bring Isaiah Bradley. That is probably yeah. the most tragic but important story into Captain America lore. Like, and, like people don't really instill, before even Captain uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, people didn't know about that. No. So, like... I was really happy that they brought that in. Um, and I think the next character, we already know Kate Bishop, who oh, is yeah. one of my favorite characters. She's, oh, man. And I was so happy they got Haley Steinfeld because that is that, the perfect yes. casting oh, for that Haley. character. <laughs> there is no that's other. Weird. I could not see anyone else as Kate Bishop because you need to have sass and Kaylee, uh, and Hailey, Haley Steinfeld has that sass. That's perfect, that's too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> um, so then we have... Uh, Iron Lad, that's probably the hardest one that I have no idea. There's three yeah. ways that Iron Lad's going to debut. Um, and Iron Lad, for anyone who doesn't know, is basically just a past version of Kang the Conqueror. Um, so, And we know Kang is already coming in Quantumania. So um, there's going to be three ways I think he would pop up. Uh, one might be the Loki series. Um, I think so. Loki is a very good, uh, because with the time travel and everything, that is a very good way to bring uh, him in there. Um, Another one, I think you can do Ant-Man. The reason why Iron Land and Cassie have, were in a relationship, like a strong relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. so, I mean, they were like together before Wicked and and Hulkling were. So like, they were like the main, uh, or maybe Eli and, Okay, I don't know. That's but, okay. You're above yeah. a lot of people's heads already. I know, so. I know. I'm like going, I'm like, <laughs> no, see, I get, good. I dig into this I stuff. I go it. really into There's like eight different levels of Marvel fans. You're at like level five. <laughs> <or> so. <laughs> so, so, um, so we might see that happen or Armor Wars. 
Like yeah, Armor, Armor Wars, Wars. we Just might even Armor yeah, yeah, Armor Wars is going to be a sleeper hit because we might even see Jonas in there. Yeah. We might see who is basically Ooh. the young... Can you imagine a young, Ooh. like, Iron Lad losing his suit and then just a vision, like, taking over that suit and becoming Jonas? Like, I, I want to see that so bad. And then, you know, Hulkling, half Kree, half Scroll. there's really no better way to bring him in other than the Marvels. Like, you kind of yeah. need that, especially if they make keep that he's a marvel's son like i don't know how that's, that's a good way because she was a, a marvel was a woman in this so that he she could have bur birthed uh birthed a hulkling while she was there like you don't know so it's a lot you can go with and i'm just really want to see i'm ready to see those i'm ready like <laughs> and i think the only per like young avenger we're really going to see like get some screen time is Kate Bishop, but like oh, I love Kate Bishop, yeah. and if they dip into that Matt Fraction run on Hawkeye, this Ooh. show is going to be the best TV show. Like one of probably might be the best Marvel show, but they really got to dip into that, like because yeah. that's that Matt Fraction one made Hawkeye a, a well known name. Like I'm telling you, if you if there's one Hawkeye series everyone should read, Matt Fraction Hawkeye. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. One thing, and I'm glad you brought that up. One thing that I really want to see them do now that we're getting Disney Plus series, like the potential for them to do like Old Man Logan and Old Man Hawkeye oh. as a series, like, and and what's really cool is you don't really have to make that into a like big feature film. You can just make it a TV series now. Like yeah. that's the coolest right. thing about this. A lot of flexibility. Now. Yeah, you can take these like really awesome characters and really go into probably more depth than you would in a movie in a series so that when they finally come together in a movie like people that have watched the series are like oh i remember that and you just have this like so much lore and so much um emotional value invested into the character from the series like man that the series that it, this is where it's gonna really take off i think like they're I, if, if they double down on this and we get stuff like that there's Marvel's going to destroy any kind of competition <laughs> that they would have ever yeah. had anyways. Like, it's not even close. And they have such a back catalog of characters they can do it with. Yeah, yeah. It's like not fair. It's, it's, yeah. and it's, they're all, and now they own them all, with the exception mm -hmm. of Spidey characters, but yeah. I mean, yeah, like. but they will. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a day. Uh, they will. I, I, per, I think Sony is, until death, yeah, that, that is the only thing keeping Sony pictures, and that and PlayStation, the only thing keeping yeah, Sony alive right. right now. Sony will never sell it until oh, no. they have nothing left. Yeah. But. There might be a day, <laughs> yeah. so we'll see. Yeah, as Google wants to get into like the the superhero game and start oh. drawing up their own stuff. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see how Morpheus is, and we'll go from there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the making of, uh, they talked about something that a lot of us knew but uh, didn't really know as like how deep it was. They got delayed so many different times shooting this show because of earthquakes. They changed locations. They had to rewrite. They had to change the storyline again. Um, reportedly, they didn't. They didn't actually cover like COVID changing the storyline, but they hinted many times that they had to do reshoots, rewrites, um, different countries than they anticipated. Uh, so this show probably ended up a lot different than it was meant mm -hmm. to. And I strongly believe that. 
A lot of people were underwhelmed with a lot of the storylines, except for the one that was probably unaffected by the reshoots, which was Sam Wilson. Mm. And so all the um, all the storylines with the secondary characters, I think they were really interrupted by all the different changes yeah. that they had to make. And so they almost doubled down. Let's make this the strongest part of the show with Bradley and Sam Wilson. And that's probably why we were left wanting a little bit more with some other things, but also thoroughly impressed with what we got um, as far as the history of the shield. Yeah, I think so. Um, it, it is, it does beg the question of like how much different Carly would have been had they been able to stick with that original plan or, yeah. or whatever that original plan was. Uh, because yeah, there was a, hint that it wasn't really the super soldier serum it was like a vaccine yeah yeah that's and, what i heard that's, too that's really interesting and they did reference vaccines in like i think it was the first episode of the yeah. second episode where they were stealing that stuff from the warehouse right um so they, they had a, apparently a scene that they couldn't you know get rid of it because it does once again when we talk about like the blip and we talk about everybody coming back it's like okay, well, what happens if there is some kind of pandemic? Yeah. Because, like, where have the resources been for stuff like this? And you're not going to be able to take care of everyone now because Horrible timing. there's no, like, uh, fund that's really set up. Everybody thinks that they're just gone forever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're left with, like, half of life in the universe. So we can kind of be a little more frugal with these people that are here. Yeah. And then when everybody comes back, you're like, oh, wait. So now the flag Everybody's smashers. having steak dinners. Right. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're like, yeah. oh, crap, we got to share them? Yeah. yeah. Cranbo lands on the steak dinner while they're like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, and he crab legs. <laughs> forgot there, his chair was right there. We made a smaller table and everything. Namor's crab shack. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he's been making money this whole time. <laughs> yeah. You can't invade Wakanda when half the people aren't there. That's just not right. right. Oh, right. man. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it does make a. a even stronger case for the flag smashers to be honest it it actually kind of makes them even more uh it makes you feel more empathy to them in in many ways because their whole their whole premise was to you know what was it like one world one people so Uh, yeah um you know just taking care of everyone and at least trying to care for everyone instead of just like assuming that like oh well they're just they don't have health insurance or oh they they're you know, an immigrant or, oh, they're just this or that. So we don't really have to worry about them. Like, basically, as horrible as it sounds, that's kind of how things are here. Right? Like, oh, they don't have relatability in the show. They don't have (laughs) that. So, you know, well, I guess life will just figure that whole thing out for them. Yeah. Like, it's sad, but that's exactly how it is. And for them, that was what their whole movement was founded upon. So vaccines being part of that story absolutely would have made you feel more empathetic with Carly. Yeah. I think. Well, and by the way, Malcolm's uh, mentioned that he wrote Carly to be a hero. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she, he, he said until she went bad. So he did acknowledge that there was a point where she was supposed to make wrong decisions and become kind of a bad guy, but she was always meant to be a he- on a hero's journey and then kind of divert. So, uh, her ultimate storyline, I think, feels pretty much the same. But I think you're right in our ability to connect with her when she started killing people just because. Uh, that's where she kind of lost us. But maybe if it was like 
it's between, you know, all these lives or the few that she was able to trade, you know, those lives for. Maybe we would have connected a little bit more with her character. Yeah, I think out of all the characters that COVID really affected, I think Carly was the big one. Mm -hmm. And I get it from their studio's perspective because it's like, listen, we're going to need John Walker still. We're going to need Bucky still. We're going to need Sam still. One of these characters got to take a hit. And unfortunately, Carly had to be that one. I... First, if COVID didn't, fa- I feel like we would have such a better understanding of that character because I'm not going to lie. Yep. I wanted to see more of her, but I knew that it would, they were just in a predicament that they couldn't yep. do. Yeah. And I also think like, like you said, because it was so real, mm. so many people were kind of like turned off by this show because yeah. I hear a lot of, I hear some people like, I love the WandaVision, but this one is just, it's, I'm not feeling it's like, well, because it's a little bit too yeah. relatable. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. that's why. When like, you switch sidewalks, you just realize. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now, yeah. but like, that's what I love about these shows because yeah. it's like, they're MCU shows, but they are going to be so different from one another. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm excited for Loki. I'm excited for Moon Knight. Um, oh my God. Gosh, that, y- y'all are vibing right that now. That is the one the that one. I'm he like that number one. I am yeah, anticipation. Listen, Moon Knight <laughs> is one of those characters <laughs> that like once yeah. you, he is so okay. okay. If he his dies comics next week, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His comics are so confusing. Like yeah. they, like I get oh, it. Like some beautiful. people, if you you have to jump in at a very specific comic, like I was telling him, and, and I think we kind of went into this when I did make it like my number one and most anticipated thing. I kind of compared it to like watching Shutter Island. Yeah. Or, you know, Inception or like a combination of those. I'm just because there's the so <laughs> many things going on at once and it's all from one guy. Yeah. Like, people don't really truly think of that. Like it's basically like multiple personality disorder, but like on like an infinity scale, like it's crazy cool and oh man i I cannot wait for it because i really do think that it's going to be something similar to and i hope it is that it would be something similar to watching something like shutter island for sure do you remember the casting like the rumors of the casting before mark actually got like because they were talking about like the guy who played Raphael in hamilton they were talking about the play moon knight they were talking about nick kroll oh and then they were taught and then uh oscar isaac but then i was like I don't like those two as Moon Knight, but right. I would love to have that guy who played Lafayette as oh. Frenchie. Yes. And then if you can have Frenchie. Nick Kroll as Conchu. Yes. Can you imagine oh. Nick Kroll as Conchu? Oh, my. God. Like, because we already know he could as a French accent, so let's yeah. keep it. Oh, man. There's probably a reason he didn't want to do it. He was like, I hated doing the French accent. <laughs> I know, but, like, but it's not It's not the same. It'll be just yeah, like, because Frenchie is just a whole he's different so cool. he's an interesting yeah interesting like character Hatter, dude i love that guy oh man yeah, it would just be too. so good i i really hope they dig into the like egyptian lore i want to i think s- they will i want to see that um that big dead bird skull like i <laughs> want it all go weird yeah. this is not the character to tone down like i thought they were gonna make moon knight a netflix show you know i i've been writing this like comic story for the podcast for like a while and and moon knight was involved and the farther i got into it i was like do i really just want to like write a separate moon knight <laughs> story yeah. <laughs> yeah because at some point 
Moon Knight just gets too crazy. It's and a it has lot. to be its own thing. Um, and, and yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So I'm, I, I'm so excited. And they can really actually tap into uh, culture. They really can. Just mm-hmm. like we're getting with like Black Panther and Wakanda. Just like we're getting with Shang Chi. Uh, they could absolutely tap into like Egyptian culture. Yeah. In, in this uh, series that we're getting and yeah i definitely thought it would be a netflix thing too yeah because he's i mean out of all the even out of all the netflix characters mark is probably like the darkest of the mark he's up there next to punisher like yeah i mean moon knight was ripping people's faces off like this is this is who he is like so like and how they're there's his runs are so different like if you look at like most superheroes they kind of have like a very same tone in their like runs for the most part. They kind of, but like with Moon Knight is, you go from him having three personalities that are Captain America, Wolverine, Spider-Man. You go from him having like three personalities that are all him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, the there's so much you can do with that. It's kind of, I don't know where the writer room is going to go with this. But I have so much faith, and I'm so ready for this show. Like, I want to see it. I want to see it all. I'm, that's where it's, I'm. It's either a writer's paradise or a nightmare. Oh, because yeah. you can Probably really both. throw some things at the wall, and they'll stick with Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah. like it wouldn't work. There's too that much way. available to you. Yeah, it, it's almost too much. Yeah, it, yeah. it really is. Yeah, um, it's like stimu- it's like information overload because yeah. there's so much you can do and. Like I said, are they gonna go like this? Are they gonna go the uh, Mister Knight route? Are they gonna go the right. like this Mark Spector route? Are they gonna go all four personalities route? Like you I just hope they go all. That's what I want. I want to yeah. see, but again, it's gonna be an origin story too. Yeah, but my hope with series like this is, and maybe like She Hulk. Uh, that's another one I'm excited about. That's another. One. Yeah, exactly. But like. So far, what we've seen, right, with like WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, is it's characters that we already know, mm-hmm. and they're bringing them in, and it's like a one-off, basically, like it's one season and then a movie. Mm-hmm. I think personally, with like Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Blade, characters like that, I'm really hoping we get like multiple seasons because I don't think there's any other way you can do that. That's a good point because Wanda, like all the Disney Plus shows we're seeing, are characters that we've already spent years with. So like I don't know which I think she is she Hulk or I think she Hulk's the next one the first one that we're gonna have a brand new character debuting in their own show so yeah. it's gonna be interesting how they're gonna show a whole new character on this show because you you gotta do an origin you gotta do this like um yeah I I I don't know like I hope they're gonna give us more because you know with these we've with the Mephisto of it all, with oh, everything. We yeah. just don't know. We, we, we've we ex- gone ag- above and beyond on ex- er, uh, expectations. Right. <laughs> we keep overshooting the producers of these TV shows. Yeah. Too much expectation. Right. But I think I think if we're going to do that overshooting, these shoot, these shows. Let's do it. Like the, sh- the <laughs> yeah. shows that we don't, haven't seen these characters are probably yeah. going to be the, the way they're going to do that. Gotta be. Yeah, because I, I understand them not, like, showing Mephisto, like, in WandaVision. I mean... Well, and apparently there was a scene shot where the bunny was going to be a devil character. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think Mephisto was going to be, like, the character, but there was, there was a scene that just got cut out because, again, like, COVID stuff and editing and 
they ran out of time. And I think Doctor Strange was going to be in it too. Like I that read an article about that, and they, and they were, and Kevin Feige is like, we can't do that. Like yeah. this is one we don't want to take like yeah. Wanda's story and just put Doctor Strange, which I know everyone He's would basically like. Basically, one of us. He was yeah. like, okay, how can we get Doctor Strange in this? Because that sounds exciting. And then he yeah. was like. Wait. Oh wait, we're telling Wanda's story, right? You know? And it's just like, oh, let me show you how to use magic. It's like, dude, <laughs> yeah. look how. And, and yeah. that builds up this next, you know, movie with multiverse. Like now, we get to wait like a year before we get to see those two face off mm. because we're we're so curious. What does Doctor Strange think of all this, right? Right. And so we're we're just waiting and waiting and waiting. And now we really do have to wait. We don't get like fifteen seconds of hey, you need to come with me or something, which would have been really cool in the moment. At three in the morning I, when we yeah, were watching well, yeah. it. But, I, yeah. I liked the way that, and obviously I liked it because I was the one that thought of it. But like, <laughs> I, I liked the way that I would have maybe like written him in there if they were going to do it would be just him kind of like maybe taking the dark hold back. Yeah. Like, and having like 10 seconds, but he says something really funny, you know, about like a book return yeah. policy or something That'd be like hilarious. that. And he just like takes it and through the portal he goes right because yeah if you're gonna do characters like that if you're gonna introduce uh or not introduce but like introduce them into a series that's not about them yeah i think personally if they're not a main character like if it's not jeremy renner teaching kate bishop how to like be hawkeye basically they can't really have that much time because it really isn't their story and if you give them too much time it's kind of taken away. Like there was the whole thing with like Spider-Man, right? And uh, what was it? Falcon and Winter Soldier, like the end scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spider-Man and Doctor Strange being in New York and not helping right. with that final battle, basically. Yeah. yeah. And that would have completely taken away from a lot of the scenes because yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that they would have put it like either right after or right before Sam's speech. And everybody would have yeah. been watched it and been like, oh, you can see Spider-Man and Doctor Strange in the yeah. back right there. And it would have just yeah. completely taken away from the yeah. whole thing. That's the tricky thing. Like, I hear people like, oh, why is, Spider- why is yeah. Spider-Man? But it, like, at the end, and even the director said this, at the end of the day, it's not about Spider-Man. No. It's not about Doctor Strange. Yeah. This is Sam's story. Yes. Right. Same thing with Wanda. This is Wanda's story. And I actually think the reason why we didn't see Doctor Strange is because I think Wanda's going to be the villain in Multiverse of Madness. Oh, yeah. sure. I'm I'm really hoping because I think we're going to get the debut of Teen Wicked and Speed. So, mm. like, because that's going to happen in Multiverse of Madness. Mm. And speaking of villains, I think I know who the villain of the Hawkeye show is going to be. I think it's going to be Black Widow. Oh, that'd be nice. I think it's going to be Black Widow, Scarlett nice. Johansson, Lost Her Soul. Because so, I think she's going to be cloned. And I think, like, I... I, I, that, that's, that's what I think because I, there was a, there was a comic that came out. It was like post secret empire called journey. And it was either like journey to mist not journey to mystery tales of suspense oh. where you remember this, right? Oh, where yeah. there was someone that was cause in secret oh. in secret empire, black widow yeah. died. And there was someone who was like, we thought was like dressing up as black widow, killing Hydra agents. And it turned out to be, it was black widow because the red room made a contingency plan in case black Natasha died where they made clones of her. So when she died, she would come back as a clone. And I think this would be the best villain for Hawkeye because what's more dangerous than Natasha Romanoff without her soul. Right. And what's less threatening than his best friend, 
that is there to kill him or something like yeah like he wouldn't take it seriously at first which which would be a very interesting yeah. dynamic i can't kill you i i love you you know i adore you and i think that's the post credit of black widow you're yeah. gonna see her in a clone tube i yeah. literally I, I i really hope to, if that because because we haven't really heard about like i mean why would you make a prequel of black widow after yeah. she yeah, died Right. That doesn't make any it was sense. Really interesting time. Yeah, I mean, like this is we've been wanting. I mean, we've been wanting a Black Widow movie more than a Captain Marvel movie. Like that's what we yeah. want. So there's a yeah, very specific. There's character. a very specific reason why they put her at the beginning of Phase Four, and I think it's because she's gonna she's coming back without her soul, and there's oh, nothing man, more that. dangerous than a Black Widow without her soul. Because we were talking about this, or maybe a just long... a Black Widow spider. I mean, true. <laughs> Either one of those things it's are complete. Sole of your shoe. Oh, oh yo, listen, on, listen. Ah, that's I terrifying. I yeah. took my shoes off I would to do this. Love man. to see it, Scar- Scarlett Johansson in my shoe. Oh <laughs> you know? well, man, totally different ballgame. That's a different thing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we we were talking about this a while back. I think like when it was kind of announced the Black Widow movie was coming out, I was thinking to myself like. Mm, are we going to get like her? Is she really not dead? Like, is there another alternate Black Widow out there? Did they like take her sister's body and maybe clone her with that body? And then that's the Black Widow that we got from that point on into Infinity War and Endgame and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then that's why it was so easy for her to just say, you know what? Because there's another of me. Yeah. Like, maybe when sh- this said clone like sells her soul basically maybe it fractions off it splinters off oh we're going voldemort and like one yeah right (laughs) we got some horcruxes in the mcu right (laughs) and i think that's what black widow i like for there was another theory i had that i think the whole premise around black widow is just clones I, yeah. Can you? I mean, because Taskmaster, Taskmaster is the perfect. What if Taskmaster yeah. is just a clone of someone? And sinister. I'm telling. Uh, I'm telling you, mm. this whole thing is clones, man. Like I, I. If it gets me somewhere. a Mr. Sinister movie, I'm in. <laughs> oh, I want to miss this. Said he's the number one character I want in this in the MCU. See, I'm a diehard X Men fan, and I'm literally waiting to see how they do the X Men in the MCU. Oh. I don't know how they're gonna do it. But well, they're they're waiting too. <laughs> yeah. There's no announcement at all. Yeah. You're not right. Even a tease. Oh man. Not a flyer. Like I not know. a letter X marks the spot. They got nothing for you. They got an F with a Marvel Studios on it. For I don't Fantastic even care Four. about the Fantastic Four. Like I understand oh, that the first the first vibe switch. No 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 no. <laughs> like like I like I get it. Like I understand yeah. that's the first that's the first family of Marvel, and yeah. they have my respect. I mean, we would not have the Marvel Universe without the Fantastic Four. That is a yeah, very definitely. important characters. The X Men are definitely cooler. But like I, yeah. and I hate to say this, like I've read these Fantastic Four comics. They are so boring. Yeah, they are boring. So like, and we've done twi- them twice already and they've been like they didn't hit. and they can't hit and again this is marvel so of course they're gonna hit but i i understand why they're bringing them in but honestly i'm more excited to see how they're gonna do doom than they're gonna yeah. do the fantastic four so my my hopes is that they do some sort of like hickman thing with the fantastic four because if they go that route then the fantastic four instantly becomes more valuable yeah as a franchise going forward uh because you're getting into like all the different multiple different versions of reed richards oh the council of reeds oh yeah that's a headache alone i like Like, that scene would be just like it would almost be it would be like a million times worse than how they explain time travel and in game you'd just be like what is happening just have an aspirin ready for you you're gonna have a headache before (laughs) you even finish that yeah 
Uh, Reed, one of Reed Richards alone is a headache, let alone 10. But, like, the the possibilities of them bringing in, like, Annihilates or them, you know, like... The negative in, zone. The negative zone going into, uh, I mean, Franklin Richards, even. That's really cool. That's interesting. That's going to be... Like, if they get into Franklin Richards... That's going to be hmm. a long time coming, though. You think yeah. they're going to come in with them already, like, established? Or you think they're going to... That's a thing. Like, I, I don't think so. I think... What I would love to see, because they do this with continuity, and they do this throughout the history of the MCU, you've seen like them hint at something, and then you're, like they explain it later. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about earlier with like the Winter Soldier, like we were always like, how did they get that? Like how did they flip that switch in his brain? Well, we got that. Yeah. Like, I would personally, and I know it might not make sense, but in the MCU sense, it probably would. But I personally think that. The sword failed missions is where we get the Fantastic Four. Mm. That's people were already speculating it during WandaVision. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought of. Like as he said it, I was like, "Failed missions." Oh, like light bulb. I didn't even think of that. That's a good. That's a good point. And to do that in movie one, set that up, uh, and, and and what I think too is, in the Eternals, you could easily bring in like the creation of like the phoenix force or like the creation of the uh i can't remember is it the phoenix force that gives the fantastic four their powers or no no it's it's cosmic uh, rays cosmic rays yeah but um i mean you're gonna go into depth as to like exactly what's going on in space to set that up that creates that event in the eternals possibly or down for that i mean the the possibilities with the internals too is is fantastic, but like, you know, you could set up so many different things from there. But I I, I would personally like to see them be part of Sword, like, and then just yeah, I mean, it would make sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a storyline there because and, that's what Marvel does. Yeah, with yeah. the with Eternals, like, that's another one of those characters that honest, I'm gonna be honest, that's the one I'm probably the scared most scared for because. Easily. I have tried the Eternal comics. When I tell you, they are boring. Like, I have read... I, they are so hard. They are literally one of Jack Kirby's, like, most ex- hard-to-explain characters. <laughs> I've tried it. I've tried it twice. I bought the new one because the new one is being written by the guy who wrote The Wicked and the Divine and Young Avengers. Mm. So I was like, well, maybe this... Nope. It is... It's, but I also think that is going to give the director so much leeway because this is probably these are more unknown than Guardians of the Galaxy, for being honest. Oh yeah, like easily. people at least knew about Rocket Raccoon from right. uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. Like no one knows I, Eternals at all. Yeah. I think if there's one character people probably might know, it's probably the Black Knight. Well, yeah, but that's one, not even an Eternal though. But that's not even. He's just like yeah. a side piece. Yeah. So and maybe that's part of why they casted such stars. They or, needed it. They, they needed some star power because the movie name itself couldn't carry. And, and and I think that kind of brings up the point earlier that we were talking about with TV series versus show in movies is 
they're really taking a chance with Eternals. Oh, this is the biggest a, chance. Making it a movie instead There's of a TV series. Very little right? PR. We haven't had a big chin, a big risk like this since Guardians. Right. But Guardians pulled off. That's my favorite Marvel Guardians movie ever. Is, right. Oh my god, that was Guardians that was the biggest good. risk that they've ever did. Like yeah. even when I I was reading comics at the time, I'm mm-hmm. like Guardians. I mean, like yeah. how the hell yeah. are they gonna do a raccoon in a tree? And they <laughs> did it. Yeah, like and it was phenomenal. So expanded the universe in a way we didn't see coming. So like I think this. Eternals is probably going to be the next, like, not like the next Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't think we're getting an Eternals too. I think this mm-hmm. is done. No. We're yeah. wrapping. We we, we, yeah. yeah, I think it's one Eternals, and then all these little like we might get a Black Knight series. Yeah. We might get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not. This listen, Angelina Jolie and like Sama Halleck are like, listen, we are yeah. doing this and we are out of here. Isn't we are crazy how they got these actors. Like, oh, it's right. insane. About how loaded it is. That is a loaded. Did they you got see? like half of House Stark? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, did what? you? And not even that. Did you see how old dude from Silicon Valley got ripped? Yes. I mean, oh, this is just—it's like yeah. the Chris Pratt thing. Like yeah, Chris, man. when oh, I they're on shredded. Oh, a hundred percent. I saw that, but it's still hard work. You know? Oh, it's a hundred. Jackman was roided up too, but yeah, you know, he was roided up for a while. <laughs> That's why he's doing musicals now. He's like, get me in a T-shirt. He's, like, <laughs> please let me just sing in a circus or something. I'm over it. Definitely. So yeah, I'm. Be- I'm. Get this man a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> can I do the? Can I look like Will Smith now? Do I still have to wear this? Yeah. Smith can, you know, still good looking dude, even with the belly. Hey man, right, right, listen, hey. he living his best life. I don't, I'm That's not mad. Prince man, yeah, right, no doubt. But yeah, they're definitely taking a shot. They're taking a, yeah. a, a, a serious risk with with Eternals. But uh, and I think it kind of speaks to like the series that we're getting mm-hmm. because like if they announce She Hulk as a movie, would people be super super excited? No. If they announce Moon Knight as a movie, like there would be obviously a, a there's a very people. small, like strong like, very, cult of family very of Moon Knight. passionate fans. And with She-Hulk too. And well, with She-Hulk. But like, you're taking a risk if you make... So I think they made the right decisions making those series rather yeah. than movies. But with the Eternals, it's like, let's see if this works. And if it yeah. does... Remember we where we're coming from. Arguably, out of all of the established MCU characters we've seen so far since spider-man's kind of still sony the hulk was really like the biggest character of this initial mm. group mm-hmm. and yeah. he's probably the the least you know like he's not disliked but he just has doesn't have the fan base that well, iron man or thor or captain america have so but they've be, taken kind of secondary characters yeah. and even though captain america is far from a secondary character there was no movie success yeah so right. they were taking a lot of chances early on and now they probably are like we just got the freedom. Let's go for it. Yeah. Right. And with like, I mean, when the Marvel Studios started, I mean, they didn't have any of their heavy hitters. Yeah. They didn't yeah. have the X-Men. They didn't no. have the FF. They didn't have Spider-Man. No. Like they had to dig they in. They make good movies. <laughs> right. It, they they literally like, we only have this. And I, and I know people don't remember. Iron Man, Captain America, those were B-list at best characters oh, in the, it. unless you were a Marvel Comics fan and you were reading Civil War, like. Yeah. Yeah. No one knew Iron Man. He had that crappy 1994 TV series. <laughs> oh, and then we man. had, like, that's all we had of him. Nobody wanted Chris Evans. And nobody lo- wanted Robert Downey Jr. at the time. Yeah. And it, that was oh, a that big was a Chris one. Hemsworth. Who's that? Yeah. Right, you know? right, yeah. Right. And yeah. that, I mean, I actually looked up. I was like, how did he get this role? You know, Chris Evans only did like one or two movies before he got yeah. Thor. Yeah. Like, yeah. Marvel is not afraid to take the risk. The person no. who they cast as Kamala Khan, unknown. Yeah. No unknown. one, no, like, completely unknown. 
Yeah, right. Like, right. Yeah. That's what they're oh, working with. Right. By, by the way, Mark Ruffalo was probably the biggest, most established actor outside of Robert Downey Jr. Facts. They, oh, they, they didn't even facts. cast him in the first one because facts. they had Edward Norton, who was maybe even a maybe bigger, even bigger. Actor. Right. Right. So, like, all the chances they took paid off and maybe they're a little, a little cocky now they're like right. we can do as we please and we're gonna hit a home run but i also yeah. think they're just like we're i think when with phase four they're going the phase one route mm. we're mm. doing let's just do let's just go for it mm-hmm. but they have oh, more the they just throw stuff at the, i mean love and thunder i mean oh, we're going man. love and thunder multiverse of madness quantum mania this isn't this isn't the like okay we gotta be very strategic yeah. this is yeah. kevin feige Go for it. Go Let's for do it. it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's We've already it. experienced the success. I mean, yeah, we, got the highest, we have what, the, the money. Grossing film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so they have like five. They have yeah. like five of the top ten highest grossing films. Yeah, right, it won't stop. So they're and just yeah. like, let's just go. Yeah. yeah, we got it. And by the way, we we were doing the the Marvel tournament, and we've noticed, you know, Black Panther, Thor, Ragnarok had good runs. Civil War, like their best movies, didn't start until like six years ago. Right. You know, yeah. Like, it's pretty recent. Like Iron Man classic really well done yeah but of all like the early films they weren't that great no like winter soldier introduced the new era of cinema that is the MCU best that's the oldest best film we got that's, yes yeah, because yeah. the rest of them like i i love them the first avengers one of the most near and dear to my heart is mm-hmm. really well made iron man itself was really good but like the the sequels mm-hmm. and of the iron man series and early thor they were really just like the characters that we were relying on right then we got Black Panther. We got mm-hmm. Ragnarok, and we're like, oh, this is a different level of filmmaking. Yeah. Guardians. This is CGI on a different level. Tata Watiti saved Man. Ant Man. For what? Say what you want. The visual <laughs> aspect of Ant Man was incredible. Oh yeah. He gets so much hate, and I for love no that movie so much. Yeah. I mean, Thomas the Train Engine fight scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is literally. I mean, eighties oh. and nineties kids were like, yeah. This yeah, is fun. I mean, just go. and then like the one of my favorite MCU using, and it's so stupid. Like you see them like this big fight scene. He throws Tom, and then they zoom out. And it's just <laughs> like that. Is, that is just a pure genius. Yeah. I, I love Ant Man. Toy train, like That's so cool. All the way to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where they're fighting on semis. <laughs> I mean, it's same thing. It's just yeah. different. Like you know, versions. and that's why Marvel's gonna stay around forever because their studio. They're the first super studio that actually made superhero movies not just one genre yeah they are literally doing they can do i'm waiting for that western i mean like uh, well it just unlimited if you only got into marvel recently and you just watch these like these upcoming series if you just watch wandavision and And which a lot of people probably yeah and, and you're getting into loki now like that's three completely different, yeah. completely different drastically different ball games you're getting into. They're not basically. even close. Not and even they close. three introduce you into the movies that are coming up soon, exactly. which Marvel's not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like oh, if yeah. you see Sam Wilson's journey, you're like, oh, I want to go see Captain America 4. Mm-hmm. You Here watch you WandaVision, you're like, oh, what does she do next? Multiverse. Right. And then you got Loki and you're like, oh, that King the Conqueror dude that they mentioned, he's the bad guy in Ant-Man? Oh, I want to see that. Mm. Like they're full mm-hmm. throttle. Yeah. And right. by the way, if they were averaging two movies per year when they started, basically, mm-hmm. and they really weren't, they were averaging one per year, but over the, the first decade is about a two, you know, per year. Mm-hmm. They're releasing like five per year right now. Cool. In another 10 years, who says they don't keep increasing by 50%? 
if oh, they yeah. keep making the money that they are, oh yeah, you easily. don't tell somebody, hey, you're making a lot of money doing that thing. You should stay exactly as you are. No, they take another loan out and they get more and more right. going on. So yeah, I don't know if we'll get like more than five. I think right now because we've been it's like, a in a, it's a, it's a, dr- <laughs> we went through a Marvel drought. Like we haven't yeah, had a Marvel an movie. Avalanche. So mm-hmm. I think right now they're like, all right, we just got to get these out as quick as possible. And yeah. I think at some, I think by like 2023, four, we'll go back to our regular three because we don't want to get oversaturated and i right. think with the five that's just we got to get that's these we gotta yeah, like because i'm sure that blade movie's coming we're gonna get ghost rider coming back like i'm yep. like sure we're gonna get all that back that's, so that was something that popped into my brain earlier you guys were talking about mephisto i mm-hmm. was like i don't know why i just like instantly was like oh ghost rider yeah definitely we should get that in ghost rider that would be Perfect, actually. Yeah, they and, I'm, together. and I'm sure Elsa Bloodstone's gonna pop in Blade. Ooh, yeah, sure. Like, 100%, 100%, I, yeah, 100%. I'm. Oh man, I is it's a good time to be a Marvel fan right now. That's what I'm saying. It it's is. So the, good. It is no better time, and I love it. There's just so much to talk about. It's yeah. Um, and with Wandavision, as we brought up, we are we're gonna be going into the multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. Um. The ending, another COVID-related, unfortunately, they had to cut early, so it might have been a little bit dulled down for some people, but uh, what are your thoughts on where we're going with Doctor Strange and Into Multiverse of Madness? You know, I'm. what I think we're going to have, I would love for Wanda just to be the villain. I mean, as a diehard X-Men fan. As a pure villain, bad dude, or somebody who maybe comes, comes around towards the end? You know... <sighs> It's really hard for me to say that because I, with the MC, as a anyone who's a diehard X Men fan, we do not like Wanda Maximoff. <laughs> we do not like her. She like wiped out. Like mm-hmm. no, like it, like I said, it's we there's we despise this woman because she took away ninety nine percent of our population in the comics. House of M. It is, and we still have that like animosity towards her. Right. So. And she's anytime she tries to make anything better, it just gets worse. So, um, I think when she's in the comics, she's always best as a villain. I personally really never see her as like a hero. She tries to be. I think she's a villain that's trying to be better. Yeah. Like I think so. But if we're gonna see her in the multiverse of madness, I would love to see her. I would love to see her as the main villain. Because I think you have a lot to work with right there. Because even uh, Agatha said, you're stronger than Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. And right now, I mean, Doctor Strange has just really no one as strong as him at the moment. Like, Mm -hmm. he's the strongest in his field. So for him having to face someone who has magic he has never even dealt with would be phenomenal. What I think is going to happen is Nightmare is going to be the villain. I hope. Um, I, I would like to see it. I would but... love to see how Nightmare will be portrayed. Um, but man, I really want wanted to be a villain, and like, because there's so much you can do with that. I really love the way that you put that. That the more she tries to do good, the more she messes things up. Yeah, because that's exactly no what her character is. It's the worst. And so for that, yeah, I definitely would like to see her as the villain. Uh, because we haven't even had that yet. Yeah, we have not we had a, a hero in the MCU actually be a villain. Yeah. Like the closest we got was Civil War. Yeah. That was the closest, the closest we got. Yeah. So for us to like just fall in love with Wanda and actually have her. And she might be honestly the closest to an empathetic villain mm-hmm. than we had since Killmonger. Easily. 
I think this Easily. is the time to tap into that. She just wants her family back. Yeah, and I think that that's what that end credit scene's kind of leading yeah. into anyways, is that yeah. she's going to go into some kind of uh, alternate reality to save her kids. And in doing so, it's going to create a ripple effect. And Doctor Strange is going to be like, wait a minute, something's going on here mm -hmm. that's not right. And he's going to try to take those kids away, or he's going to try to, you know, well, he'll be the DCFS, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's just going to try to take them away from her. Right. And she's not going to let that happen. And then we're going to get into like, oh, man, could you imagine like them just oh, opening all these man. different portals, just like jumping from different universe to different universe? Yeah. To, like, not in the like, ultimate universe ooh, and like just like ooh. oh age of oh, age of apocalypse just like going cr like i think and i think what phase four really there's one weakness and i think you guys already spoke on it that marvel has is a villain problem mm -hmm. their villains is Top i think heavy it's so hard i think like you guys said thanos killmonger loki yeah, yeah. Those I mean, the obvious top those three. are the obvious top three that we have. And I mean, Agatha Harkness just made the top five. Yeah, she was I great. mean, like she was brilliant. So mm -hmm. I think we already know that Marvel can do amazing things with heroes. That is not even a discussion. Mm -mm. But I think what phase four really has to tap into now is Definitely. villains. Absolutely. The villains is what they need. And I think having a hero become a villain that's how you set it up. You need to add that villain. Yeah, Your villain is cool. like, that's the only weakness Marvel has right now. Once they get their villain stuff situated, they're going to be unstoppable. No one can touch them. I would add that's where Black Panther 2, Fantastic Four, potential X-Men down the line. That's where I think that's really going to get like super top heavy with the villains too. Like, or not top heavy, but you're going to have a lot of powerful entities yeah. in the MCU as a villain. And they with, have all the best villains, too. Because you have all the best villains. You have, like, Juggernaut, like, Magneto, uh, I mean... Doom. Doom. Uh, Namor. He's kind of like that tweener villain. He, he, I, Wanda he, would be a good comparison. Wanda, in a yeah, way. he's one of those. It's like but you, he's, he's the either, opposite Yeah. He's like the villain that kind of is, like, also... He's full of himself. Good. He's, yeah, he's, he's sort of like arrogant. a mix between, like, Wanda and Doom. Right. Like, Doom is just, like, he thinks he's best and... So does like that's what I love the most about both of those characters. Yeah, is how arrogant they are. Oh, we like, haven't seen the arrogance yet. Namor and Doctor Doom are oh, seriously so arrogant. That's literally my favorite line of the Hickman Avengers run is when Namor finally comes to Doctor Doom and is like, "Yo, we got a problem." He's like, "You went to Thanos first. Why didn't you come to me? You know I'm better than Thanos." Like, oh man, come on now. Like that is so sick, dude. Like I I can't wait for that arrogance on display between Namor, Dr. Doom. Uh, it's I just going to be so awesome. Namor is the same person that like slept with Sue Storm. Oh, and yeah. then, and then when they're together, when he see, he goes and just hugs Sue, like mm -hmm. that is him. He does not care because no one could touch him. Even when someone's clearly stronger than him, he's he, like, he, he doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> I want, if I can gain the confidence of Namor, I oh. would be the most successful person on this planet and Absolutely. no one can even touch me. Absolutely. So like, yeah, I, I really want them to dig in. I think one, now that they got the Fantastic Four and X-Men, because mm -hmm. all, unfortunately, all the best villains, like you said, are Spider-Man, Fantastic yeah. Four, and X-Men. Yeah. And and I they didn't have that much to choose from. <laughs> like, you took no. all their greatest villains. I mean, with Avengers and with, you know, Captain America, with Iron Man, 
we're already kind of getting those good villains and we've already seen them like red skull we're about to get the mandarin finally but like it's not an iron man like it would have been cooler to see like mandarin in a way like fighting iron man and how different that would have been and i know why they that magic they're not ready they weren't they ready weren't for ready magic at that point they weren't ready for they that, weren't ready the for budget. that. Uh, yeah right I do. I am very intrigued to see what happens with Doctor Strange, though, as going forward, because there's so many things like almost once again, almost too many things that you can really pull from and create something really cool. with Doctor Strange, like have you guys seen the news over the past day about a rumored villain coming in? I did Ooh. not see anything. Uh, Shuma Garath is reportedly Ooh. coming to a Marvel project soon. Oh, oh. I'm an insider. Like and the super, like dude with all those tail, like yeah. tentacles. Oh my gosh! Which wow, it seems like Doctor Strange would be the most likely. Likely for sure. Um, oh I don't know if they're gosh. gonna go really big bad, you know, or mm. just kind of. They should throw him in there. They should throw him in Galaxy Gardens of Galaxy since okay. like nice, since actually. James Gunn is already dealing with that giant star thing in Suicide <laughs> yeah. Squad. I think yeah. James gonna be the one to make him work the most. Um, sure. Uh, it's apparently from like the top insider guy. So here's for what it's worth. Here's a good question for you actually is. And we've kind of talked about this several times before. Like we've seen in the entire run for like the Infinity Saga that like Thanos was the big bad that they were leading to. Mm -hmm. Who do you see as like maybe the big bad going based off of what we have been announced over the last few days? For like the next decade or so. I think the best one that interacts with every single character that we have at the moment would be Kang the Conqueror. And because Kang has has his issues with the Avengers he has his issues with Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and he does. He hasn't really interacted with the X Men as much as I, from my knowledge. Um, but you can do something there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and what makes Kang probably the best choice is because if you bring Iron Lad into that, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to have him first himself, and then you can bring Immortus into that. Mm-hmm. So you have so much you can do and you got jonathan majors i think that's his name yes uh, as good oh he's great that actor is and he is at the prime his prime right now i and his acting ability i want to see him just i think that will probably be your best biggest big bad for like the saga because he spans time yeah you can go you can honestly bring bring kang into like moon knight because he was in an egypt he was an egyptian yeah. pharaoh at some point yeah. you can bring him in like he's been all over you can bring him that in eternals sense. you can bring him in like in cosmic he's everywhere and that's kind of the theme of this next right. decade or so is yeah. time travel and time travel. its use in the mcu yes and we kind of talked about this a little bit too in like the uh in-game scene where you had like the time I, was it when nebula was trying to like get through and you can see like the different timestamps that they used, mm-hmm. and you see like all of the timestamps match up, and then there's ones that are like there's I think two. in the future, and then there's one in the past. And yeah, one in. And I didn't even see that. Yo. Yeah, um, I, I can't remember the other one, but yeah, the, there was references right all over the place. So I'm I'm fully like anticipating that there's like some kind of thing with like stark maybe looking in the past and seeing kang or something like that and then that affecting what's going on in the future with the tva with loki kang like they do such a good job of that because that slips over everyone's head yeah because it's like a two second scene it's like a one frame 
that you see that in. Yeah. So, yeah, King for sure could I, be. That is it's a very logical. It is the logical because there's yeah. so much you can do. Like I know, and, and we know what's in there. Right. <laughs> like, that's not shooting for the moon. It's right. Already cast. Because yeah. I know people say about Mephisto, but like Mephisto, just like it doesn't. Mm, he doesn't yeah. have the like. He's just an. He's just a crappy person that's yeah. literally all he he doesn't really have depth like no. kang has so much going on between his younger self his older self mm-hmm. and his many selves yeah he can tie into the richards he can like, tie into the richards i mean it's... like he even like because there was like he used like old school stark tech too yeah. at one point so like yeah. you can go into that and like because when you talked about stark i was thinking like do you because with riri williams coming in do you think we're getting a Robert Downey Jr. AI? Or I do you, think so. You think we're going to go I, that way? I, I would hope so. Out. Yeah, I would, I would almost bank on it that we'd have that. Because um, I don't think we'll... It's almost already been kind of set up, too, with Spider-Man, in a way. I wouldn't guess that he's going to have a significant, even vocal role. But mm-hmm. I would say he'll probably be sprinkled in here and there yeah. as a, an AI of some sort. Because that's what I'm most concerned. Because I'm a I love Riri Williams. That is my yeah. girl. I followed every journey she has been in, and her material is so linked to Tony Stark. But like yeah. right, but right now it's like all the stuff that's happened to her in the comics has already happened to Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like I'm really like concerned how they're going to bring her in if all of iron man's basically like arsenal went to peter so like writers from snowpiercer too i don't know if you saw that yeah so like i'm sure it's gonna be fine but like Mm -hmm. i just don't know how they're gonna work with the whole iron man of it all if everything has already went to peter i mean it kind of speaks to what we've talked about i think the last several episodes when it comes to spider-man it's almost like it it's not really like a spider-man character in a way yeah like it's almost like it's a different thing because spider-man's very it's very like headstrong character in a way. yeah and for him to basically be like tony sark's protege in these movies it's kind of been like like what is this spider-man for for many fans yeah because it's not the typical spider-man and like you said it kind of it really does make you wonder like is that going to just be like an alternate dimension right like instead of it's almost like the what if scenario of like if tony stark put more time and invested it into her instead of peter and we get a different version of peter parker or maybe that's where they introduce like a Ben Riley Spider-Man where it's not even related. Like th- there's a lot of different yeah. scenarios. And I completely understand like Spider-Man in this MCU is getting a lot, like a lot of animosity. And I completely get it because yeah. if you're a diehard Spider-Man fan and been reading him, this is not even close to the Spider-Man that you know. But I also think Tom Holland. He's the best. He's the best of both worlds when it comes to. I think Tobey Maguire was the best Peter Parker. Absolutely. Um, contrary to popular, like I know a lot of people don't believe this, but I think Andrew Garfield was the best spot. Like yeah. Spider-Man persona. He just yeah. wasn't a good Peter Parker. And I think yeah. Tom Holland is not the greatest in both sides, but like he is the closest that brings both of those personalities into one. It's the marriage. Yeah. And then right. that's, you need that for Spider-Man. Oh, you yeah. can't just be a good Peter Parker and you can't just be a good, like Spider-Man, mm-hmm. when you have those two identities, you need to be good at both of them. Um, 
But I also know that this is the first time in a movie where we're seeing a young Peter Parker, mm-hmm. not a 30 year old playing a <laughs> 17 year old yeah. and not like yeah. a swagged out kid yeah, playing cool. like he was way too cool. <laughs> this is the first time yeah. we're seeing a legitimate child. Yeah. Like playing a, like, and I think people, we kind of got to have to give Spider-Man a little bit of grace because we, mm-hmm. this is not, this hasn't been done. I mean, even when Spider-Man started getting big in the comics, he was in college by that time. Right. So, like, we've never really stuck with Spider-Man as a team this long Mm -hmm. in his entire publication. um, Only if you count maybe, like, the animation. Mm. But, like, in the animation, you had Spectacular Spider-Man. Even the first Spider-Man we had, he was in college the entire time. Like, this is... So... Just get like just give a Spidey just a little yeah. bit more credit, like sure. I and I and, think yeah. Well, to our point, yeah. Um, recently we talked about this extensively. Like Spider-Man to us, the places in which they've missed the mark is that we've never taken him seriously as a solo character mm-hmm. that was seriously in jeopardy. Right. So he hasn't faced life or death consequences by himself. True. He's always had Stark to bail him out or mm-hmm. somebody else, Nick Fury, whoever it was, to kind of clean up his messes. So. I'd love to know in your opinion, they've done a little bit of a disservice by not letting him forge his own path, but we've said this is the movie, the third Spider-Man movie, where he gets to take that next step and we he gets to show off and show out. Um, so I'm curious about what you think about that. And also, how much do you think it's been a detriment to him that we didn't get the Uncle Ben storyline where really that's where we get our first uh, you know, emotional tie to Spider-Man mm-hmm. in the previous series. Um, I'll start with Uncle Ben because that's probably the quickest one to go through. Yeah, easily. We don't need to see Uncle Ben die again. No. Okay. We don't need to see it. Mm-mm. Everyone, even if you're not a Spider-Man villain, I mean, Spider-Man fan, I'm sorry, I said villain. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> goblins at home going, yeah, I know, Griff's like, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, but, pumpkin at the <laughs> <laughs> but even if you're not a Spider-Man fan, everyone knows the story of Uncle Ben. Everyone we put it in don't... the cooker for ten minutes, and it comes out as rice. Right. It's like right. it's like seeing like <laughs> it's like seeing Batman's parents die for oh. the thirteenth million time. Like we know this, and I think it was smart. We don't. We didn't need to see that, and because everyone knows that already. Um, I think a big issue. Don't get your hopes up of him shining in this next movie. I think just with everything that we're hearing about all these people being into it, I think he's this is we're going to be in a civil war scenario. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be and I think that's kind of like the big thing. I'm kind of disappointed because I agree he needs his time, just him, no other characters. And I think I think it's partially sony doing it saying that because i think if marvel had them they would be like all right dude you needed your time to shine but sony needs that again so Mm -hmm. that's their money maker so what better way to get spidey in when you're saying dr strange is gonna be in there you're gonna have toby toby uh andrew all these uh jamie fox all these people in there so that's gonna get people from all over for money purposes but what I'm hoping my the best case scenario in this movie for me personally is just all those characters are just cameos. Like very small cameos. I would hope so. I'm I'm hoping that's their route. Um because we need 
to see Tom Holland actually be in this situation. And they set it up great. I mean, he's a man on the run at the moment. Yeah. So this is a this is a perfect opportunity for Tom to shine. But once you start throwing all these characters in there, it gets like it's a difference if it's like one or two. Like with Ant Man and like Ant Man, you had Falcon. He was in there for like five minutes, but it was still Ant Man's movie. Um, and I know a lot of people don't like Civil War because you, it was basically Avengers one and a half, like two yeah. and a half. That's basically yeah. what it was. So you need, but also he already, uh, Cap already had his time to shine in Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So you, he, Peter has not had that yet. Yeah. He needs to be in legitimate I, distress. Yeah. yeah. I would love to play devil's advocate to that though. Okay. Because what I think would be really interesting, what they would do is because we know that there's going to be multiple Spider-Man in this movie is we think we know that like he's on the run like you said mm-hmm. everybody knows the spider-man's peter parker right what if there's three peter parkers though mm. where do the bad guys oh go? you're going clone you're going clone like, saga huh he's going saddam yeah. hussein yeah like what if there's three different peter parkers and no one knows which one is which and you have doc ock chasing andrew garfield's spider-man and you have mm. jamie fox going after tom holland and then you have maybe like uh uh, Vulture coming back and chasing down uh, Tobey Maguire. But wouldn't like, that still take away from like This is Tom what though? I'm getting to though. Is that <laughs> said, number four? Sorry. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. no, no, no. It, no would, it. it would lead keep to this like culmination. I've got another one once you're done. So. It would lead to this culmination of like Tom Holland's once again escapes. Yeah. But then in number four, you have that realization set in. That's when you get in maybe Craven. Hunting him down the entire movie. So you think he's in like, Spider-Man Four? We're gonna. I that would be kind of cool, would it not? Like that's because that if you want to see Peter Parker face some real serious danger, life and death, Craven's an off awesome opportunity for. But I wish handle. they did that for this one. I know. I want like I feel like Craven would have been No Way been Home. Perfect. It is the perfect name because yeah. he is hunting you down. Yeah. You get like that. I don't want to see Andrew. I don't want to see Toby. I want. No him to face it and that you've already set up you have the mm-hmm. perfect setup we already know his identity craven is going to hunt him down it's not even a I layup rule it out, though, honestly, yeah we really don't know that much about true this. we think true. we do this because like we it's just we, we hear all this stuff but we also heard dr strange is in it i mean you could say you could take exactly what i just said and yeah. make that one movie yeah you could make yeah. the first half of it the fan service type it's section be a really long movie too and yeah then you think that peter parker's safe like tom yeah. holland's peter parker's safe and then Craven. This is a Spider-Man. We might get a two-hour and 45-minute movie. Like, yeah. I just rule that out. I mean, but, people will it, be ready for it, too. So we, we, people wouldn't be mad about it. It's coming out this year, right? It's the end of December, end of December right? December. Jeez, yeah. we haven't even seen any trailers. I'm surprised. How... <laughs> we just got the first Eternals trailer and literally just like, got the first And it wasn't even a trailer. It wasn't even a trailer. Yeah, like a the Shang-Chi trailer was phenomenal, by the way. Either. Oh, yeah. Um, it was like a commercial. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's... I, I just really want them, Spidey, to get his time to shine. You could get that same effect from making that one movie. Everything I just said, making that one movie. And then, like, at the very end, maybe you get that scene where, like, Peter's dead, supposedly. And then, like, the black suit Spider-Man hand through the grave. Oh. Setting up number four. That would be kind of cool. You think we're ready to see Peter die a second time? Yeah, right. <laughs> was, I'll give you my initial thoughts on how you could weave this in. Just And it kind of just came naturally last episode. Um, so in my opinion, if you're going to put all these characters in cameo style, seems like the best way to do it. 
And since he's on the run, no way home, literally nowhere to go. He, who's the guy that could rescue him from that scenario? It would be Dr. Strange mm-hmm. who can place him in alternate realities. He's not ready for this fight. Whoever's hunting him down right now, he's not. Now mm-hmm. he can go into full mentor mode where he's like, Hey, learn from this Spider-Man, Tommy McGuire, learn from this Spider-Man, Andrew mm. Garfield, their mistakes. Meanwhile, we see their villains in their real time as he's, mm-hmm. he's learning from these people. So that means it's almost like moving away from your high school to go to college because you always have the place you can go back to. <laughs> so he goes to these alternate realities mm-hmm. to fulfill this training role that we've never really seen him train at a high level. I would level. love to see that. And then basically he gets all this training. You know, you don't have to go Rocky, uh, you know, montage <laughs> or anything. Um, but he gets this training from a little bit of Doctor Strange, a little bit from the OG Spider-Man. And they're like, hey, you're ready go face your fears, go face your problems, mm. goes back to his own reality. And whether it's Aunt May or whoever's in trouble, he faces that villain, which could very well be Craven. Uh, there could still be, um, what's his name? Uh, Mysterio. Cause we don't oh. know if he's really dead. Um, there's a lot of things that they could do. And that, that could just be the first hour of the movie where he's becoming the adult Spider-Man that we really want to see. Which, as we talked about with the Black Panther movie, it speaks so true to what the name of the movie is, No Way Home. Mm. Like, if Doctor Strange just, like, traps him in this reality yeah. and says, you have to learn. Yeah, because that's how Doctor Strange learned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> put him on, like, a cold mountain yeah. and say, hey, good luck getting home. Right, because that's honestly the best way to do it for mm-hmm. Peter Parker is throw him to the wolves. Yeah. Because that's, the only time Stark, he, that's the only time he actually gets better. Right. Tony Stark never was going to do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. He can't it, train right now because... The whole world's after him. So right. he needs somewhere to train. It's almost like he goes through his own private dojo, but he's going to the past. Yeah. Right. Dr. Strange's, Strange's uh, watchful eye to make sure if he passes that first step, he goes on to the next Peter Parker. Which you know? is also where you can bring in the emotional ties to uh, his best friend, MJ. Yeah. Because Peter Parker wouldn't be existing in that reality basically anymore. Yeah. Like he'd yeah. be disappeared. What do the villains go after then? They look at yeah. Peter Parker, who's close to Peter Parker. Yeah. Aunt May. All those other things. I would love I would love to see your version of it. Oh, yeah. But again, Devil's Advocate, mm-hmm. he's still being handheld the entire he way. Is. Yeah. He is. And, but that's where I think to your point, he is a teenager. Yeah. And like he is mm. still learning so much and he's making mistakes left and right. Exactly. So if he can see other people's mistakes and then legitimately goes on to face somebody one-on-one mm-hmm. and he maybe he loses the first fight you know gets gets his bearings or something or maybe that's what happens initially and somebody's a near-death experience with somebody and he goes i need i need help yeah. um, and then he goes through his trainings i, th- I think there's a, a way you could m- maneuver around that and still have him face his own uh you know problems and deal with it themselves but maybe he's man enough to go hey i need a little bit more seasoning yeah I like that idea too. Because I think that's good. And I think we've seen him train in the comics. I mean, Shang Shang Chi oh. trained him yeah. in that hand to hand combat when he lost his spider sense. So he does. We he does have a history of training. Yeah. Um, but who better to train? Like you said, who better to yeah. train Spider Man than Spider Man? Right. So and who better to deliver that than Doctor Strange? Right. right. Who is supposed to be some what of a mentor role? Because. Tony Stark probably said, hey, look after the kid, you know? That's probably, probably what happened. Right. And so yeah. if, if it's like uh, if, if, if your nephew or something was lost in the mall, you're the one running him down. Doctor Strange is like, oh, crap. He, he's watching TV. 
Right. Mm-hmm. He, he knows that Peter Parker is all of a sudden um, exposed. Mm-hmm. So who's going to rescue the guy except the guy that sees everything? Right. <laughs> you know? It does speak to the difference of character, too, because if you have Doctor Strange as basically the mentor, he's going to do things that are drastically different than Tony Stark. Yeah. Like yeah. you saw in the, in the Spider-Man suits that were given to Tom Holland's Spider-Man through Tony Stark, Tony Stark implemented basically everything that he had faced yeah. into that suit. Like when danger he sees, mode. yeah, danger mode, uh, instant kill, all those different things that he knew would save him because Tony Stark was the one that experienced those. Like seeing Rhodey fall from the sky, he implements the yeah. like the life saving, what is it like parachute or something? Yeah. Into the suit. So, uh, and then being in the cold, he, inst- yeah. he implements the, the warmth. So money like, and technology always fixed his problems. Right. So he was trying to do that. It's almost like the mom and the dad. Like mm-hmm. Tony Stark's kind of like the mom of the of the thing. Like she's gonna coddle the kid, take care of it, and then yeah. Doctor Strange comes in and is like, "You gotta go, teacher. yeah, right. you gotta go face your problems, yeah. kid. Like yeah. go." <laughs> yeah. So I, I like that idea. Yeah, it would be fun. It would be that would probably be the best. Like I said, the best case scenario. We mm-hmm. just got we gotta see him on his own. Like that's the thing that we need at the moment. Yeah, I, I would love to see that. Um, Shang-Chi's the, the first movie uh, outside of Black Widow that we've already spoken about that's coming up so we've seen the trailer mm-hmm. um, I, I noted that like we just got Mortal Kombat which is funny because like you don't see two major <laughs> Kung Fu movies generally in the yeah. United States yeah. um, so what are, what are your thoughts on the trailer and what to expect from that moving forward I I'm very, this is actually one of the out of all the ones that are coming out this year I would have to say that shang is the one I'm actually most excited for cool um, I'm most excited for because I knew it was going to be good, but when I saw that trailer, I'm like, oh, they're going in. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the fight scenes looked like something straight out of Raya the Last Dragon. Like, it, like yeah. that green background. Yes. Like, they're going full I Kung Fu. Loved that like, I... They were, like, they were moonwalking across the ground. Like, oh my yeah. gosh. And then you oh, have, like, that hat. neon background. I oh, was just yeah. like, I am... And in a tournament of fighting, like, come on, that's classic. Oh, man. Crouching tiger, hidden dragon type. Right. And this is just another sentiment. This is, like, another sentiment to, like, Marvel, like, knowing to turn superhero movies and just put it in another genre. Mm -hmm. This is a kung fu movie. The actor knows how to fight. He's been in these, like, movies before. I mean, Aquafina, I love Aquafina, man. She she is just the best. She is just, like, a good thing. It's good energy. So, like... I saw like the the blue bands. I'm hoping they get because Shang Chi is one of those characters that mix like he is strictly by hand to hand combat, mm-hmm. but he does face off with magical right. fighters. I mean, like there was I'm reading there was a current comic which I think I saw like a little glimpse of it. Um, Swordmaster, um, have you read Swordmaster? I have not. Okay. I've heard about it. Yeah, Swordmaster. It's it's literally one of those like new Marvel comics that like mm-hmm. no one knows about. But in this comic, there's like each there's these families that get like a legendary weapon to fight against this evil, mm-hmm. and one of the weapons is a sword. But one of them are like bands like yeah. on their like bangles, and uh, they are blue in the comics. Nice. So when I saw that, I was like. They're going Swordmaster? No, I mean, crazy. like, I didn't like, even already? think... Dude, like, see, I've that's been... Good. Like, hey. I've been reading, like... The, the reason why I even know most of this information is because I have Marvel Unlimited, and I, I've been oh, reading oh, every nice. single comic... Nice. Marvel comic post-Secret Wars. Ooh. So, like, I... Anything after that, for the most part, I have some information on it. So, 
like I was reading that I was like when I saw those blue rings I was like wow they're really going with this so um I want them to dig into that and I just if you thought Falcon not Falcon Winter um Winter Soldier choreography was good oh, oh y'all haven't seen no, nothing, nothing yet nothing. because in the Marvel universe Sung Chi is the best fighter. There is nobody who is better than him. He's better than Iron Fist. And he has no powers. Like I was just reading a, a Shang Chi comic today, and I saw him catch a bullet with just two fingers. Yeah. So like that's he is insane. Like it's. I would at least need my thumb. Oh yeah. He <laughs> he. I really want them to dig into that, and I'm very excited to see how they're gonna go about it. I don't know if they're doing Mandarin. I think it's. Um, but because yeah. like another thing with Shang-Chi, like if you're going his old school, he doesn't really have that many solo series. Like he's had like three, like everything else. He's also he's just been a he's been a co-character, a side character that helps out other people. Mm -hmm. So like right now, I think we're getting we've had his most solo comics ever, yeah. like in these past like year. Yeah. So like it's a they have like room to like do what they want. Which I, me personally, if I ever write for a character, don't give me history. You will never see me write Spider-Man. That's too much stuff to know. Mm -hmm. I want to write slapstick. That's what I want to write. Right. Like, so I want a character that has basically no history because then you can basically do what you, you want. Create yeah. your own. Yeah. Right. So I think this is a perfect opportunity to see how they develop that. And I'm, yeah. I want to see them just go super into, I want fight scene, fight scene, fight scene, back and forth. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Because if you get into that territory of writing a Spider-Man, then you get into that. You box oh. yourself into what we were just talking about, where you have people that are like, oh, that's not real Peter Parker. That's not the real Spider-Man. What that's, are you talking about? Him? That's, that's got to be the really. hardest character to write. Yeah. Because even like you could say, well, Superman, Batman. Do you know how many times the DC Universe has been rebooted? Oof, like many. you too basically many. have so many. You start from a clean slate. Marvel is literally the longest continuing storyline in a universe ever. So like you literally have to, yeah, it's so hard. Like yeah. to write, I, that's why I have so much respect for anyone who can actually keep Spider-Man fresh because <laughs> yeah. you have so much information and it's like, I would never do that. Never no. for my life would I write a mix uh, no. yeah. Having a clean slate is, oh, that's, that's the best thing in the yeah. world. Having a yeah. clean plate. Having a clean right plate. Right there. Right up there with it. Right next right to it. The, right next to it. Depending right. on where you are, depending too. Depending on what you're eating. Yeah, depending yeah. on what you're eating. Uh, I mean, the thing of mushrooms, ah, I can keep that full. <laughs> so, Thor, Love, and Thunder. Um, we've discussed, one of the first things we talked about is like, whoa, this cast is loaded. Like, it's crazy. Right. Um, but secondarily, how awesome and inspiring that Thor was the one to get the fourth movie when mm -hmm. we saw Thor the Dark World and it got such low, you know, ratings oh, and everybody's like, movie. oh, this series is done. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth can't lead. And now it's like the last man standing because Taika Waititi put some, you know, resuscitation into the series. And now we have arguably a, a top two or three most anticipated uh, movie of this next phase. And Chris Hemsworth is like being, uh, you know, lauded as a comedic actor. They might have Jeff Goldblum back. It looks like we'll see. Uh, they're attracting major names for their franchise again. And I'm just super excited for this thing. When you cast Russell Crowe as like a secondary character. <laughs> oh, that's, man. That's when you're getting into some right. craziness. And you cast Christian Bale as the top female, like top uh, villain. Yeah. Oh, you're, yeah. That's it's crazy. A, it's a yeah. 
yeah, it's um that movie I'm very excited for. Mostly, <laughs> Jane. I've I've never been a Thor villain, Thor fan, mm. um, personally because it just it never really hit with me mm-hmm. until that Jane Foster run, like that Death of Chain. Oh. It is honestly, in my opinion, I'm probably Thor fans are probably going to be screaming at me. <laughs> it's the best Thor and most interesting Thor has ever been. Cool with that with Jane. Jane with Jane Foster. It is so. To see the fact that they got even Natalie Portman back on, I right? Know. Like I, I That's mean, so she cool. dealt with so much BS in that whole like fiasco. So like, I'm happy Seeing she. Her in Endgame was really cool. Oh yeah, because the, you kind of heard rumors, but you're like, oh man. Yeah, so I'm. I really hope we get to see that Jane Foster Thor. Um, what the biggest shock for me was when I heard Christian Bale got cast. <laughs> oh yeah. Like my first thought Crazy. was that Roxxon Corporation guy. That uh. Oh. Yes. That was my first thought yes. because he's, he's, talking like, about... he's basically American Psycho in yes. the Marvel Universe. So yes. and, and this guy, I forgot Dario... what Dario, Dario something like that. You know what yes. I'm talking about? He he basically turns to a Minotaur. Yeah, like this is who this guy is. So I was like, Agar, Agar? Dario yes, Agar. 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 something like yeah. it like that. Dario, yeah. He's basically that's who Christian Bale is. I'm like that's like clearly. So but oh, when yeah. I heard they did Gore the God Butch, I'm like oh. oh, oh. <laughs> This is going to be wild, and there's no better person than Taika to do like yeah to do this. So I'm very interested how they're going to tap into that, um, because that gore stuff. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, you have ties to Venom. Mm-hmm. You have ties to like. That's the biggest thing I was super excited for was the ties to Venom. Do you think they're going to go Venom yeah, right in this King in Black type situation? That'd be kind of interesting. Do you think they're ready to they put Venom in the door? I think, I think that's what they can't put their yeah yeah. I don't think they're gonna like put it all in Sony there. Could just say it could be yeah. one of those like, like oh Sony's gonna tap into that King of Black. <laughs> yeah. There is no, no way. So that no is doubt. a yeah. gold mine of yeah. like no anything. Yeah. Venom is literally gonna be Sony's saving grace. And uh, Venom Island. Yeah, Venom Island too. So I am. I, I want I'm just excited to see that. I don't know oh, yeah. where they're gonna go with it. I wanna see that Jane Foster Thor like outfit. I don't know if Thor is gonna become unworthy. That's actually one of the things that made him the or most die. Or die. We may see Chris Chris Hemsworth and, and Jane last takes days the on this earth. I'm ready. I can already hear the outrage of Jane taking the mantle. I already hear oh, it. Oh yeah. It's oh, gonna, gonna be gonna it's gonna it's like dude, take a break. It's like tears that taste so good. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. one of the main things I was saying uh, on our last episode was we've had COVID. We've had all this time off and these directors and writers have had nothing to do but think about these movies that they're creating. <laughs> and the fact that we have Taika Waititi and James Gunn basically penning two movies simultaneously <laughs> with similar storyline references. They both have the same pool of characters to work with, bouncing ideas off each other. I cannot wait to see what they've been talking about saying, Hey, what are you going to do with this character? Cause yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to lead them in this way. Okay. I'll do this. Yeah. You do that. Those two minds con- collaborating. Oh, Oh my that, gosh. I think with Jeff Goldblum. Oh man. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's my most anticipated thing with this movie. Honestly, like I know that like, I'm really excited for Gore the God Butcher. Like I am so excited for that. <clears throat> I'm so excited for Russell Crowe, but like, I want to see what happens with the guardians. 
Like, yeah, because that is are they going to be in the movie for like the first 10 minutes? And where are they going? Like, where are they yeah. where are they dropping Thor off at? And then I, just like leaving. I think like, that's what it is. I think they're just in there for a little bit. Like, and... is Chris Pratt going to just like kick him out and be like, you know what? No, get off my ship. It's like you're I'm taking you're taking the spotlight away from me. Move. <laughs> yeah. And Loki. Oh, the commercial references Thor. Yeah. So maybe something with that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think with Guardians, that's the one I'm. We need Adam Warlock. When is Thank Adam coming? You. We need Adam Warlock. That's, that's I, it's three like minds. It's, it's exactly what we said. We're like, you, give us Adam this Warlock. is too important of a cop. I mean, we're talking about importance in cosmic characters. I mean, like, Adam Warlock's yes. probably the highest up there. The highest yeah. yeah. First I, major question is since he was originally supposed to perhaps come out of his cocoon before Infinity War, mm. now that he can't, what kind of impact do you think that may have on the storyline that could have been? Versus what they may do now. Hmm. It's a lot to lay on you. <laughs> you know, I'm not super familiar with Adam uh, Warlock, but I, you give James Gunn a pen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have no application. In the I have mm-hmm. no like doubts in my mind that this movie's anything. I'm just trying to yeah. see who they're gonna cast as Adam. Yeah, that would be interesting. I'm with Zach Efron. I think would be a great oh, choice. That'd be an awesome would choice. Would be a great choice, Zach yeah. Efron. Like, the only thing that I'm worried about with the casting is that ha- personally, I think it has to be super dynamic person because Adam's kind of looked at as kind of bland because mm-hmm. the Adam character kind of is like he's just space Adam. Jesus, mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's kind of bland. Mm-hmm. But the Magus. That's where it gets kind of yeah. interesting. So you need that person, that one actor that's going to be like, who can do both. Who can do both. Because I think that's the logical thing to do. Even though you don't have the Infinity Gauntlet really in the story, I think that's the logical thing to do because it ties into different, uh, different entities within Marvel at the moment. You know, it'd be hilarious to see it. <laughs> This is a sh- this is not gonna happen, but it'll be funny because if this kid can get ripped, this will be probably the best best person to do it. Oh, no. That kid from Stranger Things. Oh, which one? Will. Oh, <laughs> not Will. The uh, either Will or like one of those two yeah, kids. The one who's dating uh, Eleven. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He would be like again. He's probably way too young to do it. Ago, yeah. But like, mm-hmm. if he can get beefed up and like that yeah, would be I mean, great. That would be interesting. And then I also do. You, this will be something they can do. What if they drop in Silver Surfer in Guardians? I would be all for that. Yeah. I think I think we need a... I would love to see Silver Surfer come in not at Fantastic not Four. Because it's too predictable. Yeah. I I, I think yeah. just seeing... Or maybe just seeing him just swoop by in his surfboard. Like, that would be great. My big thing is when do we get Gallon? Gallon? Gallon. Like, if they mention him before, they do mention Galactus. Like, if you actually kind of see him, like, maybe in Eternals, because it takes place so long ago. Yeah. But, like, if you, like, man, like, when is Galactus? Because he's he's one of those big names that's on the board, that's on the table, that you're like, are they going to bring him in? And if they do, how are they going to do it? Because they can't mess this up again. He's one of the, like, that's probably going to be the hardest character to bring. We talked about this. Yeah, it's, it's, it. We've seen planetary threats, mm-hmm. but at a galactic scale, that's something that really only works in comics <laughs> yeah. because he's just too comic booky. Yeah. Like, 
I mean, we saw, I mean, the cloud, honestly, like it oh, was terrible, but I mean, for what they could do at that point, like that's probably the best what they could do. Yeah. But I, I, I really don't know how they would bring Galactus in. He's too, he's too much. One thing that we talked about with Galactus that I think is the most troubling aspect of trying to bring him into the MCU is how do you get the voice right? <clears throat> because he's such a large, like, being. His voice is booming. Can you imagine if Eddie Murphy played Galactus? <laughs> that would be the greatest. I, now, I told y'all. Get, get off this planet. <laughs> 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 I can imagine you sitting there. Oh, man. That's what I would do. Just to oh, yeah. mess with Cass people. Just get Will this. Smith in the back there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, just get some great, like, yeah. But for real. Yeah, because the voice has to be, like, man. Like they got it right with Thanos, obviously, because that that voice is now voice iconic. Is so good. That was so vo- like that's perfect. Yeah, he's a for Thanos. Galactus, you gotta get right though, because that it, it's almost like you know the walking into the gym and seeing the big dude walk yeah. around, and then he's got like super high pitched voice. Like you, you yeah. gotta get that right, man, because he's in such a like intimidating presence. I think you gotta get a voice actor for that. Yeah, I, I you can't you can't. I understand that you want to get big names, but you gotta get a voice actor for that role. To be honest, they already have one on on payroll and Benedict. He did a really good job. Smaug. as Smaug. Yeah, and you need something booming like that like yeah dude i'm, I'm talking like that's gotta like you gotta feel when galactus speaks. yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's one of those it's like Whoa. yeah it should almost just be like a bass that yeah. kind of forms words but like <laughs> you just feel the bass and you're just like intimidated by the all-state guy now. oh that's a good one that's a good, that's one. A good one that's a good one sure he doesn't need the money but he'll he'll take it man. listen he i'll say like this enters keep... the, the, the the universe is like <laughs> save 25 <laughs> percent <laughs> there we go yeah. oh. all-state yeah. sneaks it in there extra 25 million on us so have you guys talked about deadpool not a little much. bit we, we've discussed I, like how they'd use them yeah but honestly with not much news coming out we haven't discussed it yeah depth that's the one i'm very much interested in because it's, again this is going to be the first rated r and i don't know how they're going to market it because that's going to be i mean the biggest issue that deadpool even had when it first came out people were bringing their kids and it's like <laughs> dude like it says rated yeah. r why are you bringing a yeah. child to this so yeah with the Marvel Studios on top of it, it's probably just going to get more confusing. So I think it would probably be safer for him just to keep the Fox and don't even put Marvel Studios on there. And they're probably going to solo him right away like and keep him far away from people oh, until yeah. they can figure out exactly where he fits in this whole thing. Yeah. But remember, they signed him for like 10 movies. Yeah. yeah. So he is in... You think he's going to be like the Stan Lee? That's what I a lot would of love to see that, but at the same time, I wouldn't. Like, yeah. I want to see Deadpool. I want to see like the evil Deadpool that's like... Trying to take over the world, Deadpool. Oh, I thought you were talking about Kill Puddle. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that would be... <laughs> no, that's an actual character's actual name. Character. It, it caught me off guard. Oh, Scott, yeah. Scotty Young. Oh, is yeah. that... I want a Kill Puddle. I, I want to see him again. He is hilarious. Yeah. But I think that's great. just having Deadpool in your back pocket is amazing for what we have coming forward with, like, Blade, with... Uh, Potential X Men down the line, obviously. I mean, it plays so well. Do you think like, it's gonna be him then X Men or X Men then him? Him then X Men. Okay. I, w- I would assume. I-, I think that's how you maybe introduce them. Yeah. 
You were going to have to because you got to have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they've already. Number one, they've already hinted at it with, yeah. with the WandaVision. Like, they've already hinted that there's mutants. Mm. It might get further pushed in Eternals. But then, yeah, I think Deadpool 3 would be where they introduce mutants for sure. I think they have to. Yeah, you would be soon. You can't. You can't have Deadpool without mutants. I mean, mutants mm-hmm. is so. It, you, he's so goes hand to hand with mutants. I mean, every single person yeah. he deals with is a mutant. So the, the hardest part for me is when we left off in Deadpool two. They made that tie in to oh, like James McAvoy and that cast. How do people that are watching Deadpool three like three four years from now? What, what are they going to do when they the go back? the best way to do this it, is like, forget that Deadpool 1 and 2 ever happened. That's because so hard, I don't think though. it's going to have anything to do with it. But, so but if there's any character you can do that with, it's, it's Deadpool. De- it's absolutely because Deadpool, Deadpool can literally, you can open he's like, all right, yeah. let's just get this out of the way. Yeah. Those two movies didn't happen. We're starting right. off fresh. Let's like, uh, yeah. The, like, yeah, like that. Marvel I got Studios, paid a lot more. Right. I'm getting, movie. exactly. I'm getting paid way more doing this. Like, I yeah. So. You could all just pretend. All right, right and see yeah we, we try studios bought us out actually yeah so, yeah he's got like a, a, a sack <laughs> over his shoulder yeah. with like sony on it right, with fox, fox on it's sorry. like uh you could have him be like you know they wanted to market me towards kids but f them kids <laughs> what 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 if, what if it's like what if it's just like he's like he's on the side of the road like i'm homeless and kevin feige just like yeah. yo you want in he's like oh my god i was hoping for this yeah. like this is that's this is what makes Deadpool great you can put him in and all that other stuff right. he can make fun of it he made yeah. fun of everything so i don't think iteration. movie deal kind of makes sense he <laughs> yeah. can literally accidentally walk into a movie and then just go backwards like, right walk out of my bad right <laughs> wrong movie it is it's <laughs> and you go oh that's funny and yeah, you know. and i think it they lucked out because there's no character that you can do that with other than Deadpool. So I think it was, huh? Yeah. He's the perfect, like we talk a lot about how they've casted in the MCU as like perfect. Dude, there is no other person meant to be Deadpool. Yeah. And he put, so like he, he's just a great actor with that character. You Mm -hmm. can't really, there's only one other person that's better at Deadpool and that's the voice actor. Oh yeah. Like that. There's no other like person who can do that character Mm -hmm. better than Ryan Reynolds. So, and he actually has any interest in the MCU. Cause I mean, obviously there's a door open. Ooh. Mm. She's got the look. I don't know if she's got the chops. (laughs) She could be Tesh. I'm trying to think of a character Not Blake sure. live I mean death would be all, I, mean, you, I don't no, think they're ready for death no. with death you gotta have Thanos and like I, I think we're never gonna see death in the Marvel Universe we might see Thanos again one day though I would hope so you know who would be you know who would be Blake Live would be great with if if they didn't have the Netflix show Patsy Walker Ooh. she would be great because I would love to see um, Patsy Walker cause she's so close to She-Hulk yeah. So like, I don't know how they're gonna do that because we already. That's that's the one thing I was very sad that we saw Patsy Walker in like, um, the Netflix and Jessica Jones. I love Jessica Jones. That's one of my favorite characters. Also, so I'm really hoping that I I want them. I need Christian Ritter. I need everyone from that show She's back. Rumored to be in She-Hulk. That's so, a good go. Yeah, dance, you need to have Christian Ritter. And I think I mean if you're gonna have Patsy Walker, if you're gonna do a She-Hulk show you gotta have patsy 
that that's her best friend and you need that so i need to see that um i can have everyone back from the netflix show just bring them all back slowly looking like that's going to be the case you can get rid of Iron Fist, though you can get a new guy to be Iron yeah, Fist. I'm, I'm, definitely. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yes, Finn cool with that. Poor Finn Jones didn't have a shot. I mean, mm. like it, you, they really dropped the ball with that. It's the one series that really failed. I think. I, I don't. Yeah, Iron Fist. There, there are. It's, it's very much like Moon Knight. Like there are people that are just like, no, oh, Iron Fist was awesome. Like yeah. they need to bring in Iron Fist too. And I'm like, the, do they though? The problem with Iron <laughs> Fist is that because he's the second best fighter in the Marvel Universe, that they, choreography should have been better than Daredevil. Way and it better. wasn't. Way better. Way better. And they just didn't... He didn't train hard enough. He wasn't ready. And so, yeah, we can... You can keep... Uh, the oh, character. You you can keep character. And you can even... Yeah. Ki- what's the... Oh, what's his uh, love interest's name? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She's great. She's you can awesome. keep her. Uh, yeah. Is it like Wig? Yeah. Yeah. Something Something, like something Wig or something like that. Yeah. You can Colleen Week. Colleen yeah. Colleen or something like that. You can yes, keep her. That's it. Yeah. yeah, you can keep her. And I want to see Misty Knight. You like mm-hmm. every other casting in that was brilliant. Mm-hmm. It was just Finn Jones dropped the ball. Right. So um yeah. Oh, Charlie Cox Daredevil though. He needs we, to come back. To Even if Kevin Feige said he wants him back. Like he likes yeah. him. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was maybe one of the best. Like we we talk a lot about like Falcon and Winter Soldier and how awesome of a series that was. It's different. I personally feel like Daredevil, like as of right now, it's still top tier. Yeah, and it plays like out much differently. The, the yeah. WandaVision and, and Falcon they and all, Soldier, they were kind of movie like still. Yeah. I haven't even seen the um final season of Daredevil yet. Oh man. I, I you have haven't not, seen it either? I, okay. I have only seen yeah. episodes of most of the Netflix shows just I, because at the time I for one, I didn't have a lot of time when they were all right. coming out. Um what with college and, and things like that. But uh, then I just started getting into the MCU train so heavy that I didn't even go back. Um, so I've seen the shows, but not as full series. If you are a fan of Bullseye, like I, I think it is a must to mm-hmm. watch that last season for sure. Because this is it, it was so awesome to see how how they integrated like the end of Defenders into the last season of daredevil mm-hmm. and where that went from there and then the introduction of different characters as well like they just did that series so well for that to not be an mcu like property that might be the best non-mcu thing that we've had marvel wise ever yeah it's so good yeah well and what we have left really we've almost covered the entire mcu <laughs> uh armor wars and secret invasion mm-hmm. um secret invasion which we've talked about before, like it's crazy to me that they got uh, Samuel L. Jackson to do a TV show. <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's no way they're getting him, right? And there he is. Oh, he's making a so bag out of that. He's Oof. so rich. <laughs> like, you so have rich. no idea I, anybody how much money this dude really so has. Rich. I heard an interview with him. He talks about how he just like films something and he just like does a few movies and then he just takes a two month break. Yeah. Like, that's literally what yeah. he does. So, like... Why not? Yeah, I mean, listen, if I can do it, I would do it, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, with Secret Invasion, um, a lot of people... I'm very much interested because in, you can also debut Hulkling in that, too. Because mm-hmm. Hulkling, Hulkling had a really big part in that comic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
I would be interested in that. Which plays to what we were talking about, how they're introducing Young Avengers in the series. In the series. Sure. So, like, that would be a good a good person to bring into that. And then, because I think, is Secret Invasion coming out before Marvel Marvels or no? Uh, I assume. I think so. I think all the TV shows are scheduled to come out in the next, like, two-ish years. Yeah. So, it, okay. it's right around, if not. Okay, cool. Because, yeah. So, um, with Secret Invasion, that... That kind of caught me off guard because Secret Invasion is a big story. Yeah, big I mean, deal. like it's it was one of those like mm. com like story it it like basically changed all of the comics like because what happened with what happened in that uh, series. So for it to get like kind of like toned down to a TV show, um, I don't know. I I'm sure it's gonna be great. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping we see Scrolls as villains. Yeah, that um, looks I, like it. I I think that was kind of the weirdest thing in Captain Captain Marvel it's when like we see like a scroll as because like yeah. there was only like one scroll you ever empathized with and mm-hmm. that was Hulkling who was a yeah. Kree and a scroll uh so because even in the comics Krees and scrolls are both they just they they both are yeah not you, you until re- empathize yeah because they both all. are just like in until you find out like why they actually fought in like this yeah. The recent like uh Empire series, which I'm not need to get into. Um, but uh it's a lot. Um, so I definitely want to see some villains, scrolls. Yeah. Yeah, I think you yeah. to that point, I think you actually kind of empathize more with like the Shi'ar than you would ever would yeah. hear the scrolls. Yeah. And the Shi'ar haven't even been like brought into the MCU. So they haven't not- been brought into the sh- like yeah. movies. I think I haven't even I haven't yeah. seen Dark Phoenix cuz I refuse to see that. Um oh. but <laughs> I enjoyed it. Like I, I listen, I it's gave okay. I gave up on those it's series. So I was it, it was yeah. well, just what they've done with my X-Men like I it's, it's interesting. The uh the Russo brothers mentioned that if they were ever to come back to Marvel, it would have to be for Secret Wars. So yeah. If there was a slow build up to that, I wouldn't be completely shocked because they've already talked about um how Secret Wars would be a bigger series to them than Endgame. So that's yeah. their next endgame if they would want to. I think if they were to do Secret Wars, it would have to be a reboot. I think Secret Wars would have to turn to a reboot. They gotta go mm-hmm. Jonathan Hickman Could with be. it. Mm-hmm. I think that like cause plenty of time. Because the secret, the secret was like the original one. It was just like it was meant to sell toys. Like it was, it wasn't, yeah, it, wasn't it wasn't a, a big as right. everyone makes it seems. Like yeah, we get a black suit Spider Man, but that was literally just to sell the toys. Yeah, right. like Secret Wars, Jonathan Hickman. <laughs> now that was some defining stuff. So yeah, if they're gonna go Secret Wars, everyone needs to be ready to just retire <laughs> and bring a whole new round. That's the only way you would be able uh, to not do that it. Far away from. You know, these people getting a little old. I mean, you catch Marshall Aliyah's blade. He's 50 years old, dude. Like, right. I'm surprised. Like, <laughs> That's what everybody said. They're like, announce the date. This man ain't got much Right. Time. Like, he got about a good maybe two, three movies in him. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather see him as Dracula than anything. I want to see Wesley Snipes as Dracula. We need to see that. That would be interesting. Yeah. That would be interesting. Um, at the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, left me wondering if maybe Sharon Carter is the main... Uh, villain for armor wars I, I thought that would be a nice tie-in mm. for you know literally if she's funneling uh armor and weapons and ammunition to other countries or other you know assets whatever it is that they are that goes directly against the the government which is probably going to be re- represented by roadie mm-hmm. 
I was thinking she was going to be the villain in Captain America 4. Certainly. Yeah. yeah, I thought that. And another thing with that, I I heard like someone predicted this and it, it sucked that it didn't happen. Ooh. But someone said that Power Broker would have been the Kingpin. We discussed me. That. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was me. Like, oh man, like that would have <laughs> been a. That, that was so his bad. number one. That would have been so oh, good. I yeah. would love to see that because I also don't think she's the real. There's someone behind her. Right. And I really we, hope. Like, here's what here's where we were at when it happened. <laughs> we were like, okay, we acknowledge Marvel. You win. She's the power broker. But also, we we reserve the right <laughs> to have that changed in the future, yeah. like to find out new information. <laughs> And realize that she is working at least in tandem with somebody. You gotta bring Vincent back oh, as Kingpin. Yes, that is the best casting for that character, and he's too good not to bring him back. So way too good. I would love to see him back in there, and I think it would make sense for Sharon to be the villain in Captain America Four because yeah. anytime you put Sam against someone he cares about, the yeah. story is already the more interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, because, again, this is a character who is probably the most empathetic, like, hero in the entire um, MCU. There is nobody as empathetic as Sam, Mm -hmm. which makes him one of the most intriguing heroes, especially as Captain America. So to make him fight, speak my language to especially to make him like fight Sharon Carter after everything she's been through. You kind of like. You can't. He's yeah. gonna be putting. Try to rescue her. And, oh yeah. And I think she she has the possibility of being rescued. She does. She's an opportunist. I don't think she's bad. She's not exactly. No. She just got put in a situation where it's like, listen, I yeah. So yeah. back me into a corner. Right. So she had to do what she had to do. So I think that would be great with Armor Wars. <sighs> Storyline is TBD right now. It's yeah. it's a lot. I think we're gonna have we're gonna be dealing with someone taking over Stark Industries as a buyout. Ooh. And we're going to have basically... Jeff what Bezos. <laughs> right. <laughs> he becomes the villain. Right. We're going to have um, a... And someone getting control out of all Stark tech and Rhodey going to have to come... To, like, no. And it might, it might come full circle where a weapons manufacturer buys it. Roxxon yeah. can buy it. Roxxon. And then yeah. Rhodey's like, no, 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 no. You are not... He put his life to make sure that this get rid of weapons. And now we're going back to phase one. And oof, that's that's the perfect way to bring Dario in. Yeah. Because it plays to his character so much to have those conversations of like, yeah, Tony Stark built it, but like, it's I'm like, make it better. So I like, bought it. It's I mine. Bought it. It's mine it's now. Corporate, it's corporate. It's corporate. Yeah. It's no right. longer Stark Industries. Right. Like, this is, that's under <laughs> Roxxon now. Yeah. And they really have not tapped into Roxxon. The no, closest we've tapped all. into Roxxon was Cloak and Dagger, which I loved, by the way. Um, but we really, Roxxon is one of those companies, the big bad companies in that Mm. Marvel universe, which we need to see more of. Do you think, we we talked about this last episode, that we could possibly see some Oscorp connection in the next Captain America due to the weapons that Sharon gave to the Flag Smashers Mm -hmm. were very Oscorp-like. They gave off green smoke. Um, they were high tech. And so if she's selling weapons to somebody, perhaps it is Oscorp itself. I'm mm, this my, is more hope than reality, but I think maybe it might connect to something else before it gets to like the Spider-Man world. The thing with 
Shut me down if you'd like. No, 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 no. Like I, think I we're gonna think the same way on this. The thing but. with Oscorp is just like it's the common thing we've seen already in the Spider-Man movies is they're basically not tapping into anything that has been in those other movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. We have not seen a single character in these Spider-Man movies that has even shown up. I mean, we even got Mary Jane who has turned uh, to MJ. Yeah. So I mean I don't know if they're going to go Oscorp. They've got to bring a goblin in here at some point, though, We've right? We've seen twice already. I know, but and like, it's and home, you know? Come home. I, <laughs> I, be a goblin. I just don't know if we want to see... Because the thing with Spider-Man is... I guess Green Goblin is his nemesis. But if you look at his role gallery... Oh, it's, it's insane. It's better... It's insane. Well, what's a goon to a goblin? Ah! <laughs> so... I knew it was happening. Um... But it's just, you have so much you can do. And like, I'm with Green Goblin, like, I'm kind of like, he's like the joke. I'm jokered out of him. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't need to see any more Joker. I don't need to see, like, if honestly, if we're going to make another, I know this is a Marvel Guys podcast, but if we're going to make a Batman movie, let's bring in Mad Hatter. That's what I want to see. Mad Hatter would be interesting. Right. So, um, but. We, a proper scarecrow. Right. Joker was really good, though. Joker was good. Joker was a good but that was because it was just him. It was a great movie. It wasn't even a great Joker movie. Right. It was, it was a great movie. Yeah. It had nothing to do. Like, you had some, but it wasn't. It could have been titled something else, and it right. wasn't the same film. But I, I, I can't, like, I, I'm open to seeing Oscorp. I just am so, I, I want them. Yeah. Marvel's at its best when you dig at those characters that, like, you yeah. got to go deep in the bag. Right. I mean, like, when mm-hmm. you go so deep into those back issues is when mm-hmm. you get the best content because you have no expectations. You said back issues, right? Back, right. <laughs> We're getting old. Uh, yo, bro, I swear. My check in, my check knees lights are coming on soon. Check so we, Right, so. I got a flat tire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so got a bad hip. right but i think it's best when you just don't have anything to compare to see my thing yeah. with that I was guess. why would he need to buy weapons when he can manufacture them exactly himself? i didn't that even would think be about thing. that i didn't say it made it's, sense yeah i, mean, I saw green well, smoke and i got right <laughs> yeah that's literally right. the extent of my theory but i think if they but bring I, him in he's he's super smart he knows what he's doing like yeah. He doesn't really need to buy weapons for Yoda. If anything else, he's probably going to try to see through what Sharon's doing and try to replicate that or do it better than she's doing it. Right. I mean, but there's many ways. I think the idea that I have is really just Oscorp slowly finding its way into the MCU. Yeah. I think this is the first place where it kind of makes sense to introduce at least the thought of it. And right. I'm sure it will. It like, I'm sure it's going to, but... Like a, the MCU is always at its best when they go for characters that have not been brought up. You're right. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't want to. Yeah. You never want to bring in. I mean, they went out of their way for Spider Man. Like you're getting Vulture. Yeah. And you get Mysterio. I mean, like you don't. You could have easily got those big ones that yeah. we know, like and the, Uncle Ben, and, and got rid of Uncle Ben. You just did. Like the only characters that we have seen that have been the past movies has been Peter and Aunt May. Yeah. Everyone else. Completely different. What did you think when they first Except announced J. John and James? J. John and James. <laughs> that might be the one. That that's, that's the, the one. It's actually a, a part that we haven't really talked about, but like there might be something there with the just the connection. Yeah. Because he's moved on to the you know online stuff, and 
So in a way, maybe they're in like the same world of some kind. I don't know. The thing with Jay Jonah is that you cannot do Jay Jonah without J.K. Simmons. No, I mean, that is. He's Bill O'Reilly. He, he's he is, John Hannity. He is like he is like as important as a character as Robert Downey Jr. is to Iron Man. Exactly. Like he is too important. You, I bet I'm sure there are so many people who can do an amazing Jay Jonah Jameson, sure. but the but look. Really- it's different. He has the exact, like, it's yeah. literally a cop. It's looked like someone dipped their hand into yeah. the comic and pulled him out. And yeah. that's, and it was J.K. Simmons. So you can't, that's one of the characters that I get. Yes, you have to have him back. But, um, I, I, like I said, I don't, I don't need to see any new characters we've seen in the past. Ex- and, uh, Unless you go like with characters that are not important, you know, like sure. I can, I'll be okay with the proper Rhino. I don't. Ooh, I'll be I okay with the proper Rhino. Yeah, I'll yeah. be okay with. Um, I need to see Craven. That's. Absolutely. I mean, well, we're slowly forming a Sinister Six situation here, right? So there could be something like that around the corner. Because remember when the first <clears throat> Spider-Man stuff came out, that's where everybody went. Like before the whole Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Well, that's where like, they were going. Sinister Six. They even it had certainly a, seemed like it. They had and a they still like we, we talk yeah. about it like this thing's laid out. Well, when Sony was doing the Andrew Garfield stuff, they actually had a Sinister Six movie planned. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Like yeah. it was in the works, but then they were like, they talked to Marvel. They're like, well, I guess Marvel Studios is doing amazing, mm-hmm. so let's see what mm-hmm. we can do. And it was the best decision money, they money, ever money, made. Money, money. So, I I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't rule out a Sinister Six yet. Because I know it doesn't like directly relate, but and it's also never been talked about on this podcast, and it hasn't been talked about by any Marvel fans for a while. Morbius, yeah, the trailer for Morbius, you see Vulture in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could easily say, okay, they form an alliance. Boom, they form an alliance with somebody else. Craven comes in. You could form a, a different branded Sinister yeah. Six based off of that. And there have been so many versions in. of the Sinister Six, too. Yeah. Vulture was the one that knew who Peter Parker was. Exactly. Right. He's the first so, one to know. And so, he told Morbius. Yeah. And then, you know, it got out. So he right. may be behind this whole thing. Oh, and... could you imagine a, like a Blade Spider-Man team up? I know we just talked about how we want Spider-Man to be by himself. <laughs> yeah. but like, Everything sounds amazing. Cool. And then yeah. we're like, but you got to do this. Oh, but right. this sounds amazing. Yeah. But I think a good, I mean, a perfect solo, I mean, with Crave, there's only two here villains that I think that haven't been in Marvel, in Spider-Man movies that would be great for Peter. Craven is one. Mr. Negative. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are the only two that I think if you're doing him having to face someone against him, only him. Mm-hmm. Those are the two best because one, both of those are super personal. Mm-hmm. Craven's on the hunt. He's, he's on the hunt, and with <laughs> and and with Mister and with Mister Negative, it's someone who is in pain. Yeah, depending how you go about it. If you're going like PS4 Spider Man, he knows exactly what he's doing. If you're going comics version, he is not super in control all the time. So. I those are the only two villains I want to see him face because every other villain he always has to have help. Yeah, unfortunately that we've seen. So those are the only two that have not been tapped in that you can do amazing things with. So yeah, and if they do go Sinister Six, that is one way you could get the Goblin in there because he'd just be one of many. Yeah, um, and even then I'd be if they brought back like the Green Goblin, I would like to see like the actual Goblin 
like not a human version, but are you going to Ultimate Ultra, Ultimate Universe Green I, Goblin? I would love to see it. That'd be so cool, Ooh, like because that's be different sick. from what we've seen before. Yeah. I mean, if they're like gonna spitting fire, <laughs> that'd be pretty crazy. Nah, man. If they're cool. gonna go, if they're gonna bring back the Green Goblin, we need Ultimate Universe. Yeah. Yep. Big, strong, There's abomination-looking type of yeah. uh, yep. yeah. But yeah, wh- whoever we see as the villain, and it could be at this point like one of like ten different people. We're <laughs> right. not really sure, um, or things. Um, it'll it should be a great movie. Like this is set up to be one of the biggest movies of the next phase. So mm-hmm. if nothing else, they're going all out. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So I'm very curious to see if they hit a home run or if they play it safe because so far they've played it pretty safe with Spider Man. But now I think this is their time to really swing for the fence. They have to. Yeah, for sure. So we've covered all of the MCU. How about that? Hey, there we go. <laughs> amazing. That, that was, was amazing. A, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we we try to uh, cover everything we can for you guys and that honestly I wasn't sure what we were going to talk about but we just kind of started snowballing and went through everything so um, I had a lot of fun I hope you guys oh, did too had a great this time a um, this is this is what it's all about uh, the MCU provides us a lot of smiles and then in in turn we try to entertain some people so um, we really appreciate appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, please do give us a like on the Marvel Guys podcast Facebook page. Subscribe. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, the floor is open to anybody who'd like to say anything. I'm just super appreciative to be here. <laughs> no. You know why I'm uh, here? Yeah. Um, man, we get so much love on the Facebook page. Like, And just being able to engage with different people like yourself. Yeah. And to be able to do something like this as well, having like you know first episode with a guest you know that that's also just loves marvel like this is awesome so yeah uh, and thank you for for coming on right oh uh, thank you guys this is super, one yeah. of the, the growing up sucks but one <laughs> of the best parts about growing up and, and same with me and spencer we knew each other in high school but we weren't like super close right and then we get into college and all your interests start to become much more clear mm-hmm. and so you find people with similar interests because you're not afraid to admit that you're yes. reading comics <laughs> <in high school. laughs> and, so, and it's like, more right. exactly right like, i was watching high school musical with a different kind of perspective after, after i was in the back corner of the library yeah. reading manga yeah. and like right, yeah right, and right. i was right. in the main seat of the library watching the fights happen so, <laughs> um, but it's always cool to catch up with anybody from a high school period but i mean we always knew each other growing up so, right um I, this was a blast i really yeah. appreciate you coming no on, problem so. and thank you guys this is my first podcast i've ever been on so <laughs> i feel honored you're natural you're at it. Natural, i feel I, you thank you seen our first one ever it was in my mom's basement it took us like half an hour to do a two-minute video because we just cracked up the entire time oh, oh really terrible yeah. At it. yeah oh man so we used to be really tough. bad and yeah. we, we've grown I couldn't. I mean, um, after I started listening to you guys, like right around the time WandaVision came out, so like oh, you nice. guys have yeah. sound. I mean, I have it. I could. T- it sounds like you guys knew what you were doing from the jump. We're doing what we can. Um, yeah. So. I don't know if the, the studio is different than you. Thought. Honestly, <laughs> believe me, I've seen some podcast studios. I've seen. I've heard stories of people being in yeah. closets with blankets over their head and yeah, just oh, talking. I mean, so like, yeah. believe me, it's complete. This is really. I. This is a great setup. <laughs> Scary <laughs> stories in the that. dark. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, we would love to hear from you, hear your thoughts. Uh, you know, should Uncle Ben die again? What do you, what do you think? You know, should we, should we have the Sinister Six, some some Green Goblin action, or what are your thoughts on Black Panther? We want to hear it all. That's the point of all this: is we get to discuss and talk amongst each other and have fun. And if you don't enjoy something, don't be afraid to admit it either. As we've learned here today, 
Um, make sure you're enjoying what you like and not talking about things that you dislike because we ain't got time for that, right? Mm. Facts. Move on. Yep. Find your next thing you love. Uh, our next thing is Loki, so can't wait to talk about that pretty soon. Uh, it did get bumped up two days, so, you know. They got me a little bit because they were like, like oh, Loki's coming out way sooner. I'm like, what, two weeks, a month, <laughs> two days? I'm actually um, happy for a Wednesday. It's I am good. too. Wednesday's awesome. You know what sucks, though? I asked for the day off of the... the <laughs> oh! Oh! And now I got to go back and ask for another day off. Oh. But you know what's even worse? What? You had to work in between. I thought I had work today. At 3.45, my boss comes in and goes, hey, what are you doing here? It's your day off. Oh, I'm like, no, it's not. What are you talking about? She's like, on my calendar, it says it's your day off. And I was like, check my calendar. I'm off today. Oh, oh, all day Come long, on, my day man. off. So I, I'm going to use that for my low-key uh, premiere. There you go. Leverage. So there you go. we will see you guys soon. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, enjoy some Marvel while you got some time. Right? Appreciate you guys. Thank you.